Hello and welcome back to Trinity Podcast. My name is Hami and this is episode 3, Suicide Squad. From this episode onwards, we divided the news part and the review part from each other. So the point five episodes are the news or anything else that we might end up doing. Yes, I'm foreshadowing for future episodes, just saying. So for next episode, when we have Wonder Woman, episode 4 would be the Wonder Woman review and 4.5 would be the news that we covered by the time that we recorded the episode 4. Okay, now before we actually start the episode, I wanted to take a time to thank you for listening to our podcast. It means a lot and I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we really appreciate you. Thank you. Now, before I start crying and get sentimental, let's grab a cup of tea, chillax and jump right into it. Hell yeah, we've been ready. Let's we've been ready for Suicide Squad for a very <laughs> long time. So this is the first one not done by Zack Snyder, right? In the uh, yes, yes, in the in the Warner Brothers. So this is this one was written and directed by David Ayer, if I'm correct. Yes, yeah, yes. Released. Wait, hold on. This is this is incorrect. Hold on. Give me one second. Suicide Squad released in 2016. Yeah, because I was looking at the 2021 one. I was about to say, that's not right. <laughs> that's not uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 5th of August, 2016. This is when this movie came out. It premiered on August 1st, 2016. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about where were we at that period of time. So 2015, 2016 is when we started getting the murmurs of Suicide Squad, right? Like we started getting behind. Because I remember there was a lot of hype surrounding this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys personally, but like my alignment is, oh, DC have better villains than Marvel for me. This is what me yeah. and my buddy Kevin used to talk about growing up a lot was our theory was a superhero is only as good as their villain, right? So where DC had the better villains and Marvel had the more complex superheroes in our opinion, bar Batman, obviously, this this was DC's movie to kind of win us over, right? True. Man of Steel wasn't a quiet taste to some, I guess, and BBS had mixed reviews. Yeah. As we've discovered last week, <laughs> I initially liked it, but just like last week, I probably popped off a bit too hard on it. <laughs> and so we thought, hey, this is it. DC are making a fun film that looks very stylized, that has all their popular villains. And if it's anything like that animated Suicide Squad movie that came out earlier, it came out earlier that year, right? Have you guys seen it? Was it the same year that it came out? It might have been that year, or it might have been like the year before. I think but it was, it was like, like an anime. It was a year before, but yeah, I have. Oh, okay then, yeah. Yeah, then I did watch it. Uh, we figured this was it. This is like uh, DC's answer to Guardians of the Galaxy. A bunch of ragtag bad guys yeah, that was, that coming was, together. That was literally what was being said around as well. So, yeah. what do you guys remember about like the, the pre-release of Suicide Squad? I remember when the trailer, the first trailer dropped. My initial reaction was like, okay, this is DC's response to Guardian of Galaxy. I think they are jumping the gun. I think it's too early. Uh, maybe they should wait another year because um, Wonder Woman was coming out and other stuff was in the works. And I was like, okay, but maybe they just want to... Because it's not by Snyder, uh, maybe, maybe it is the right time. I don't know. I wasn't fully won over yet. But then when the second trailer j- and dropped down, I was hyped. I was so won the, over by the second trailer. Yeah, go on. The second trailer was which one? Is, uh, which one was that one? The one with Queen? Um, the one with Queen. Yeah. Okay, cool. And what was the first one? Uh, the first one was a very dark and gloomy version one. Okay. What, what like... about you, Victor? Yeah. I was actually really excited for it because 
I think a lot of people started saying, oh, this looks like DC's Guardians of the Galaxy and made that comparison. I don't know why, but initially I didn't think of that, even though what they were thinking was right. But I was just like, damn, this looks... It looks promising because it still looked like kind of gritty, gloomy, so it was following the same theme. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down with this. Like, I, I heard of them because I knew who they were, but I just didn't know it extensively in the comics and stuff like that. But I was excited to see it. Okay, cool. So there's a lot of surrounding media for this. I'm just going to ask a bunch of questions. So are you guys, I'm, I'm assuming you guys have seen Arrow? Arrow yes. the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so they had the Suicide Squad in that, right? So that, that was, the, was that the first or second uh, live action adaptation of the Suicide Squad? I, think I can't remember if Smallville had second, one. Because this okay. came out in 2016. I think the Arrow no, show started out. I mean, um, so I don't know if Arrow had the first or second. Because I, I, I wonder if Smallville might have had... Uh, their oh, Suicide Squad ooh. first. It's been a I very long time since I've yeah. seen Smallville. So did they? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. It could okay. have been because the, uh, I think Smallville did try a Justice League kind of thing once. Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. They had the Flash and like, Is it like too, from, right? from Smallville, I just have few certain memories. There are some of them that yeah. are nice and sweet. Some of them is the last two seasons. I was like, why did they go that route? Um, mm. But like majority of them were the actors' performance more than the story itself. But then yeah. that okay. is basically that's what the Small World series were mostly about. To be fair, it was yeah, less okay. of a superhero show and more of a face shot, face shot. Something awesome happened. Um, wait <laughs> till the next episode. Face shot, face shot, face shot, and then something right. awesome happened. I really want to watch it again now. <laughs> and, but yeah. yeah. I was gonna say so with this so this movie had a lot of stuff going for it, right? We had a like a quality casting, right? Mm-hmm. We had Margot mm-hmm. Robbie as Harley Quinn, so she was off the heels of Focus, yep. Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not sure what else she was on, but she was like, I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember what Margot Robbie was back then, but mm-hmm. she was essentially Megan Fox back during Transformers, right? She yeah. was like the hot, yeah. the hot, yeah. like the hot one on the screen, right? Yeah. And for her to be cast as Harley Quinn was like, oh my lord, right? Yeah. Yeah. We had Jared Leto as Joker. He was also the hot one as well because he just <laughs> Jared Leto. Yeah, he just oh, won a he just won a award, uh, an Oscar award for the best mm. actor, and and they, it was literally the for the role before he did Joker. So everyone were like, oh my god, his Joker is gonna be amazing. And he was gonna bring. I mean, he did bring it, but we can come yeah. to that in a second. We had also Will Smith, mm-hmm. and I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a big really fanboy. You know, yeah. So like, whatever he's gonna be in, even if it's terrible, I'm probably gonna see it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We had Jai Courtney. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, he, I mean, like, all I knew was he was pretty. Like he was like, he was an action star, right? I guess. Yes, he uh, was. Yeah, I think Terminator was his like major thing. Yep. And uh, I guess so. I mean, uh, Cara Delevingne as Enchantress. I hadn't really seen her anything before that. Mm-hmm. And Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, right? Yeah. So uh, you guys have seen uh, it's like. At least one thing with Viola Davison. I've seen her in oh, How yeah. to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, she's she's dope in, in every sense. I remember initially it was Oprah that was being rumored to be cast as Amanda Waller. That's all I remember from back then as well. <laughs> really? Uh, wow. They were genuinely considering Oprah Winfrey as Amanda Waller, and I was like, oh shit, this is gonna like I can maybe bring my dad to watch this, but then because he was, like, he was a big Oprah fan back then. Yeah. But yeah, they were like, now Viola Davis, and back then I hadn't seen uh, How to Get Away with Murder, so I was like, who who is this? Little did I know this was like a phenomenal actress that can play the big boss ass bitch, you know? Yeah. Marketing for this film. Marketing for this Wait, film was on. big, also, right? Also, Joel Kinnaman 
is also oh, Rick Flag, yeah. yeah. So I was gonna mention him, but like I hadn't seen him in anything, so I didn't know if you guys had. Uh, well, he he actually did some really good shows and some interesting shows as well. But then some okay. of them are he's done it later. Like for example, he did the RoboCop remake, which wasn't very well received. The twenty fourteen oh, one, right? Yeah, yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, but he I thought he, RoboCop was not. He I'm, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, he was also in Robocop the... review coming next week, guys. So. <laughs> uh, well, this is for like after the Suicide Squad, but he he was he played in the altered um, Carbon. Um, that, oh yeah, that one was a sh- like I, it hit me from somewhere I did not expect. And Hannah okay. as well. Hannah's show was really good. Season two just dropped recently. Oh yeah, uh, 20, since twenty. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. Also... I haven't seen him in anything so. And also Scott Eastwood. Exactly, that's what I was just about to say. Scott Eastwood had like this big mystery around like who is he playing, which we'll I have talk I have about some later. stuff about it, but I'm gonna say yeah. in the in the movie review. Yeah, we'll talk about because thing is I I he was oh, fuck he was like so minuscule that I I don't even know if he's mentioned once in the synopsis. But I mean as I, as I'm going through this, so mm-hmm. uh, marketing around this film, yeah, really really big. I feel like of any of the DC movies up up until that point in time, this one had the most emphasis on marketing. Because yeah. this was like a pop culture thing, right? I'm trying to remember a Harley Quinn cosplay before 2016. And I oh, don't remember okay. seeing much, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't remember seeing... And then once that happened, Halloween costumes, merchandise. This movie was it. From a franchise perspective, this movie did well, I think, right? Because, yeah. like, Harley I've, I've Quinn been, and, yeah. and, and Joker were, like, the cosplay of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sadly, it still is. <laughs> like, people are still cosplaying as a Harley Quinn and Joker. And not old school Harley Quinn, right? This is, like, new yeah. school Harley Quinn. Yeah, not even the animated uh, series, but yeah. And if we remember from like the last podcast with the Joker kind of reveal in BBS, mm-hmm. everyone still had the continued conspiracy with a younger Joker being casted and with Jared Leto being like relatively slender looking. They thought he would have been Dick Grayson. Was uh, it Dick Grayson? Yeah, no, right no, no, Jason, Jason Todd. Todd. Yeah. Jason yeah. Todd, fake DC yeah. fan. Uh, hang me right now. Uh, no, uh, yeah, Jason Todd. Everyone thought he was going to be, and, and we might have had some hints. Or like some 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 insight on how that was gonna be, but then David was like, "Now nah, that that was never the plan." But that would have been cool though. So yeah. we'll jump into the numbers quickly, and then we can dive in. I don't really have the comparisons just like properly here, but the budget of 175 million dollars for this movie, mm-hmm. but then when you include advertising and like promotion, it jumps up to 325 million, which is like mega huge, right? So yeah. you compare that to the Justice League budget, and Justice League budget overall was about 300 million. Mm. Not just a sleek. Yeah. BVS. BVS was uh, yeah. 200 minutes. So, like, there was a lot of emphasis on the marketing. And, like, you can tell that later on in this film, actually. So, I'm going to get back to that in a second, right? Mm-hmm. It made $746.8 million worldwide. So, relatively successful, I guess, right? This is what they kind of wanted to reach. I don't know if they were expecting the billion. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't um, think they were. I don't think at that point anybody expects billion from superhero movies. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, they did. They did. 2016. No, I think they would have expected. Yeah, it was billion, standard, but, but only cause... from like main franchise. Yeah, stuff, but right? not from yeah. Suicide Squad. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was saying like Avengers got a billion, Iron Man got a billion, Captain America got a billion at that point in time. Not Captain America one, sorry, Captain America two got a yeah. billion at that time, right? So yeah, like, cool. movies were starting to like bump to the billion threshold. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I don't think they were expecting though with this. But the, for 746 million, that's a that's a, that's a pretty good yeah, I think that's a... pretty good at least. Uh, critically, not so well. So it averaged critically 3.9 out of 10. Are we talking... Oh, jeez. 
Yeah, well, some mm. websites have it as 3.9 stars out of 5 as well. So, like, for nearly 4 stars mm. out of 5, which is about 8%. So, that's 8 out of 10, I guess. But we can get to our personal ratings in a second. Let's run through the plot, I guess. Okay, cool. So, we start off with, with Willie Will Smith punching a bag. And, uh, you know, he's punching a bag. And then the, the guy, he comes in. And this, is like, this guy's like a character actor, right? I've seen him in a bunch of comedies. Ike, Baron Holt or something like that. I'm not sure. But, like, uh, he plays this guy called Griggs. Baron Holt, that's the name, yeah, Ike Baron Holt. So you've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I've seen him in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and a bunch of other yeah. comedies like uh, Cockblockers, I guess. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, uh, you little uh, shithead, uh, here's some food. He goes, oh, you're Floyd. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. Only my friends call me Floyd. And uh, Will Smith is still looking buff as hell. I don't know, how, how old was Will Smith at that point in time? Like 40, 50? Something like no, that. I would say late, must be late 40s. Okay, because he's looking buff as hell still. I mean, like, I, I don't he's, know. he's 51 right now. Well, going to be 52 this year. So, it's... so six years ago, so about 46, right? Yeah. Wait. Wait, no, Perhaps. Suicide Squad came out four years four ago. Years he ago. was 48, 48, 48 yeah. yeah. Never mind. And like, I, I got to say, he's still looking hella ripped. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, because for the rest of the movie, he's clothed. But he, he says to this guy, look, one day, I'm going to get out of here and rain down, rain down on you like the Holy Ghost. Uh, and then he gets beaten up for, he goes, oh, is that a threat? <laughs> And then was like, yeah, I was a fucking threat. What are you going to do about it? Gets the shit kicked out of him <laughs> with a bunch of bats. He's tied up on a chair, obviously. Next thing you see, uh, Margot Robbie dangling like a ballerina, mm-hmm. looking very ethereal. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's put five of the guards in hospital trying to get her in here. And like, you see a bunch of like, kind of like scary shots of her like being force-fed. It's kind of horrific. And then it cuts to like, the actual intro of the film, right? So like, you see Amanda Waller, and she's narrating, uh, the world changed when Superman flew across the sky. And then it changed again when he did it. So uh, this is like when, this is the part you see in the trailers where she's pitching uh, Task Force X to a commissioner type. Mm-hmm. And she goes, look, we need to fight fire with fire, right? So we need to fight bad guys with bad guys because these are all expendable, right? Mm-hmm. So just before we get into the, the, the rigmarole of what she says, uh, I need to point out that I'm pretty sure there's a cut of this movie where it just starts off with Amanda Waller. But a bunch of people in the test demos were like, this isn't going to sell well. We need to show our two most famous actors in the very beginning. So they probably put in Will Smith and Mark Robbie afterwards. I mean, that's my guess. Because like it's very incoherent because like, I don't see the point of showing these two people and then having them be introduced afterwards when that scene itself with Amanda Waller there was meant to be the introduction, right? It seems very kind of discombobulated. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think it's, it's like, a, I would say a bit of a cash grab. You just got to say like, look who we've got here and like people start flocking. Yeah, for sure. That that genuinely just seemed like because I feel like people are like oh, people are not gonna sit through Amanda Waller talking, even though literally like five seconds after she talks, she she introduces the members. Whatever, that's my gripe. Can I? Just... you're gonna take the honors. Yes. On uh, Floyd. So, before Floyd, Amanda Waller, her first comic appearance was in Legends One in 1986, and one of her most uh, well, I would say most, but uh, one of her known rivals is Batman, Rick Flag, and the Suicide Squad. Ironically, okay. One of her and two of her skills is intelligence and manipulation. Is that at least is what's recorded by DC. And she, fun fact about her is that she had a couple of kids, and her husband who were murdered, which kind of made her to become Amanda Waller in terms of be- going into bar- into government, raising up into the power to the point that she runs Suicide Squad. The, basically, her origin story was her kids and husband getting murdered. Okay, cool. So, like, in every adaptation, is she like a black lady? Because, like, no. in every adaptation I've seen, she's been a black lady. So, so, so I don't know if that was like a. So, Amanda Waller as a character, yes, but 
the person who is supposed to be controlling Suicide Squad is not. So this, okay, so maybe I should do a little bit info of Task Force X. Um, so Suicide Squad also has a second name, which is, which is Task Force X. Yes. Um, yeah. Which originally started as Task Force X. Sorry, this is a very mouthful one for me. Um, it And then it evolved to Suicide Squad. Um, but it began in late 50s, Robert N- King May, I can't pronounce his name, sorry. And Ross Andrew drew five issues in Brave and the Bold. Then they left it as in like, it was just a bunch of soldiers doing adventures. It wasn't much of a Suicide Squad. But the, but the director's ver- vision is the 80s version, which is the, the one that we are seeing. Um, however, when they did the, when Task Force, ta- task Force X became Suicide Squad. They had the the writer who came up to him, and then DC was like, "All right, there's this title called Task Force X Suicide Squad. Do whatever you want with it." And he was like, "Like, who who in the hell would join a group that's Suicide Squad?" And he was like, "All right, people who don't have a choice. Who doesn't have a choice? Ah. People in prison. Wh- yes. What kind of uh, people are in prison? Oh. Supervillains. Ooh, I like writing about supervillains." And then that's how Suicide Squad was created. Well, it does sound cooler than what was it at the end of uh, uh, BBS or like Justice where he was like, "We need to have a league of our own." Yeah. And it was like, yeah. Justice League or something? No, I think. Suicide no, no that, that, that was League of Doom, which is a different thing. Oh, right, okay. Because yeah, I think Suicide Squad just sounds like uh, that's a squad. Hell yeah. yeah, dude, give me that. Anyway, so okay, next we jump on to Mr. Floyd. Um, dead go ahead. Shot. Go ahead. Um, first comic appearance: Batman fifty nine in nineteen fifty. Known rival, obviously, is Batman. Um, skills, marksmanship, weaponry, hand-to-hand combat, you name it. Has a daughter, his core belief is that I don't care if I die, so why should I care if you live or die? That's how his character is run. Sweet. Okay, yes. so he's a <laughs> hitman. Yeah, he's a hitman, but he's hired gun. So he, he, he doesn't kill women or children, but um, he doesn't particularly care about human life. Not because he's a psychopath, it's more like he doesn't care about his own life. So mm. he naturally goes like, wait, if I don't care about mine, why should I care about anyone else's? The only person... Sounds like you justified what a psychopath is. <laughs> <laughs> it shows like a bunch of guns that he's good at using mm-hmm. and like, oh, ex-wife, right? And so this is the first time we see a visualized graphics, right? Mm-hmm. For like yeah. each of the characters. So we're going to see this throughout the film. We can see a bunch of graphics and like, oh, this is actually really cool and fun, right? I what? feel like this stuff was added afterwards. Yes, um, apparently I'm going to talk about the whole adding stuff bad at the end. Yeah. But can I just say, isn't it like rule one and one of movie making or anything making that show don't tell? Yeah. I, I think, I mean, well, I do, I, li- I do like the idea of it being like, hey, this guy's good at using all of these guns. And then this is like a small backstory. And then like it just shows the thing. But yeah, like, I do agree. Like, uh, show don't tell. I think this is just more like of a profile thing where like, um, you know how literally in the movie that this is kind of paralleling Guardians of the Galaxy, it has like all the heroes against the wall. Yeah. And it shows like stats yeah. of them, kind of. I guess the stats here were meant to be us for for us three, I guess. So I don't know. I guess that's what they were trying to go for, right? I like the fonts, um, though. Don't get me wrong. Each font. Oh, was the fonts very, and yeah. the whole like the sound effects, yeah. the sound design. All of this was fun to look at. It's yeah. visually yeah. pleasing, you know, because they True. they they tailor it to each character as we'll see later on. True. And this comes back to a later interview that we'll do at some point with uh, Harley Quinn. Because uh, it does relate as well. Yeah. Anyways, we just we show like a, a little clip of him being a hitman doing his hitman stuff. He's like, "Yo, look, man, 
uh, you didn't put down uh, the million into my account so look no money no honey and I'm still seeing zeros in my account and the guy's like no listen here bitch I'm gonna send you the money after you do the job he goes look, look that's not the deal if I don't see the money in my account you're not getting your free kill because I don't want to be scammed and he's got 30 seconds and then afterwards uh, he goes fine 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 I'll send you the money right he goes you know what because you tried to double cross me I want double now he goes oh you want to fuck with me like, no 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 I, look, your window is closing and he's about to start singing to people in a few minutes and then he goes fine fuck you he sends another million he has two million in his account he goes cool he shoots the thing it bolts off something ricochets kills the guy gets up and then afterwards Amanda Waller's like yo but everybody has a weakness right mm-hmm. and then it shows Deadshot walking the streets of Gotham you know all pimped out like all wearing like a bunch of nice clothes a bunch of bags <laughs> with his little daughter and like he's buying a lot of stuff and there's implications that things are not so good with the mother and he goes listen babe I want you to live with me right I don't want you living with your mom anymore and her dumb ex-boyfriend and all, the daughter's like look dad do you do bad things I don't care if you do bad things I, I love you for, uh, and then you almost sounded later, like her right <laughs> sorry <laughs> and then two seconds later you see like Batman come in and he's like uh, yo uh, you're coming with me and he's like, nah, fuck you. There's a fight scene. Uh, he's about to shoot him. And the daughter jumps in front of Batman like, no, don't do this, daddy. Don't kill him. He's like, what the fuck happened? Literally two seconds ago, you're saying, I know you kill people. It's okay. And now, like, this bat tries to arrest his dad. And like, no, I'm not going to let you kill the Batman. God forbid. <laughs> yeah. One of the most terrifying I... things in Gotham. No. I, I, I wasn't a fan of that scene. I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I get what they're trying to do, but... I don't know, to yeah. me, it was just pointless. There's one of them scenes where, like, if it was a real, like, uh, like not, not not to get rage, if there's a real black parent, like, man, shut the fuck up, get slapped, <laughs> shoots Batman, carries the daughter and runs away. That's what would have really happened. If, that was, if Deadshot was my dad, that's what would have happened. And I'm sure that would have, that's what would have happened if it was your dad too, Victor. Anyways, she watches her dad. I also don't like how Amanda was like, oh, we tipped Batman off. It wasn't like Batman, like it, it brought the level of detectiveness of Batman down by Big saying, time. yeah, by saying that like, oh, it was an ominous tip from us to Batman. And it's like it's weird because like, oh, so the, now the government knows about Batman, but like he's still the vigilant. Like I don't know, like you'd yeah. think there'd be some sort of in, like it makes Gotham even more confusing that the government would allow this whole thing to exist. Yeah, and like, I don't know, it's just very weird. And yeah, so anyways, yeah, uh, Batman, get, I mean, sorry, Deadshot gets arrested, and he's like known as like, you know, the man who never misses. Anyways, next, we get Harley Quinn. Alright, Harley Quinn was first appeared in Batman Adventures um, 12 in 1993, however, it was first created in the animated series, The Batman. Um, yes. Which is really cool, because like I just realized some of the, like, at least two characters that are from... I forgot what was the second one, but there are many characters from DC Comics that are created in the animated series, which mm-hmm. begs to make, uh, like, it makes me think that maybe we should give more creativity allowance to those who make animation and movies to create their own characters because sometimes they're good. And we well, like I mean, them. the animated series are like really good anyway. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd argue the animated DC movies are way better than the Marvel ones. Yeah. The ones I've seen at least, like the Flashpoint, Suicide Squad, Justice League, all that stuff, you know? Some of the most recent ones are not too great. <laughs> anyway. Hey, hey, we're talking uh, about 2016, uh, you know what I'm saying? Means, um, known rival, obviously, is Batman, Joker, depending on the day, and I would say <laughs> nowadays, Punchline, um, who is um, Joker's new um, sidekick. Not Carol. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I need to. Yeah, 
Yeah. To, to be honest, I'm so behind on my Batman comics, and I'm really interested in this character because she it's seems so much better now. Like after Tom, okay. okay, no, no bad mouthing. Like I love the guy, but after Tom King dropped the Batman, the series just became so much better. Oh, yeah. See, I wanna I wanna read some of his stuff because he seems like a good writer. But he he yeah. did Heroes in Crisis, right? I hated that series. I oh. hated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like uh, Heroes in Crisis was great until chapter four, and then after chapter four, it just went downhill for me. I was like, even and even I don't think even he though. knows the physics that he just broke, and I was like, uh, it doesn't. Uh, Hey, look, Tom King, his ad is Chris Sensei. If you want to find him, I can send you his address. That guy's in trouble, trust me. Look, he, I love Tom he, King. He did a great run on Nightwing when Nightwing became a spy. That was amazing. And oh, the fact that Tom he King. He did the Grayson series. Yeah, he did the Grayson series. Like, And the fact oh. that Tom King was a spy himself, it was like, oh my god, this is so cool. And Tom what? King is a Oh, Tom King was yeah. a spy? Yeah, he used to work for CIA. Holy moly! What? And now he's what? a writer for DC. Like what? Yeah, no, like while what he the... was a writer, he was a spy. Imagine too. you have your CV, you have CIA and comic <laughs> writers. You know, That's... No, like his like like he said it in the interview once. He was like, yeah, but think about it. When you go into another country and they go like, what do you do? I write comics. Like they're not gonna say like this guy is a spy. They're gonna say like, all right, yeah, he's just a nerd. Let him in. Kind of joke. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, that's a, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, he's a. We need a comic on this guy, really. Yeah, like he he's a really cool guy. But his run on Batman, it's just like there were some really good moments. But... Terrible. He's CIA. He can kill you. <laughs> I mean, he's always, he's... Uh, uh, for your camera right now. I mean, I'm Iranian, <laughs> so my life's already like down to <laughs> down by US anyway. <laughs> 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 Alright, Harley Quinn's skills. Um, she is gymnastic, um, intelligence, and psychiatric. Um, she like um, she. She yeah. is gymnastics. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how to phrase that sentence. She she knows gymnastics. I don't know. Okay, cool. Anyway, so we find out that she was known as Dr. Harleen. Oh, and she's so, bi. Sorry, I just remembered. Well, that. she's bi. Yeah, yeah. Well, bi canon, right? By now? Mm hmm. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, don't worry. I mean, it's interesting that you didn't say Deadshot was straight. You know, so I'm kidding. I'm just teasing. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, because I was thinking about um, Poison Ivy all of a sudden, randomly. Oh, okay. And cool. I remembered they, uh, they were an item for a while. And I was like, oh, maybe I should find out. Oh. Cool. So, uh, she was she started off as Dr. Harleen Quinzel, signed to the Joker. She thought she was curing him, but really she was falling in love. And this is where you see like the first signs of Jared Leto's Joker. Long story short, he messes up her brain. You see the classic like Harley Quinn outfit, and they become the king and queen of Gotham. Also, on the soundtrack, you hear like Purple Lamborghini playing in the background for the first time when they're, like when they're trying to get like get away. So then they're trying to get from Batman. They're in like a strip club, like uh, Joker's like club. That you see later on in another, in another film, that's really good. You hear like Purple Lamborghini playing in the background. I want to actually take a qu quick side note to talk about the soundtrack, actually. So, like, mm -hmm. what do you guys think of the soundtrack, quickly? Quick thoughts. Soundtrack, quick thoughts. soundtrack is probably one of the only things that I really like about this movie. It's, yes. It's like fun and it's engaging and it's got artists that I like, like Logic. Like, I'm a massive fan of Logic. Just like, and you know what it is as well, actually, because they pick like new songs, but they also play some really old ones. I, w I watched the movie again just to remind myself a few days ago, and I was like, "Oh snap! They're really mixing it up. It isn't like a theme. It's just fun and crazy." Yeah, because I, I was seeing it as like so again 
answer to the awesome mix that Guardians of the Galaxy had, they put their mm. own uh, soundtrack in. I don't know if the, all the songs were written for this movie. Some of them were. So I feel like Purple Lamborghini, Sucker for Pain, Gangster, and Heathens were for this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much of like the other ones were, but like they had a bunch of Eminem in this. They had like a bunch of Panic at the Disco. Of... I, I like. I feel like they they really put in like quite a bit of references, and it was honestly again marketing for this movie top notch. Honest to God, they sold me in a movie that was much better than it was, you know. Yeah. And that's you that's, go, that's, that's yeah. props to the marketing team. Obviously, they had a big budget, but the marketing team did a, a phenomenal job. So marketing team, good shit, keep it up. Yeah. And so next we get like a dude just chilling with Joker in his club, and he's like, yo. Uh, that Harley got and Harley's like doing some stripping in the background and it looks super cool and so he's like yo look well how about how much for uh, Harley Quinn like I would like her as, uh, as a gift and he's like and you know Joker's obviously not jealous right and uh, you know Harley Quinn comes over and she's like oh you want me you want bah! he gets shot in the head by Joker you know <laughs> pretty much and, and I guess like, I mean you get like the whole idea that Joker's like some kind of pimp king like some kind yeah, of like kingpin I, I hated king. that I hate it. Yeah. So really? really? I actually, I would argue against that. I thought it was nice. We'll, we'll talk about it more. But... Yeah. Sure. I mean, I guess now's the point, like the the point of contention, right? Because like, I, we do see him later on. Yeah. I mean, I guess we we'll talk about it later on, but like, I guess thematically, what do you guys think about like the whole idea? So Hamid's not for it. Victor, you are very for it, apparently. So Speaking... he's going first. He's going. Should I go first? Yeah, go first. I mean, yeah, I, I right. guess. The reason why I like Jared Leto's Joker is because this guy is so unpredictable. Like, that is, for me, that is the spirit of who the Joker is. You have, you either think he is so insane, he doesn't know what he's doing and he makes it up as he goes along. He's so intelligent, he just does things that you could never think of. And when, like, you can see that the Joker is, like, jealous or... It's like he, he's like there's something really iffy about him, but the way he plays that character and the guy that he shoots, um, Common, I think the, the rapper Common was playing him. Yeah. yeah. Even re-watching that and me knowing what's gonna happen, I was like, damn, I just don't get it. Like he's just laughing and then he's angry, but then he's all cool and he's like, you can have my girl, and then he's like, what, my girl's not good enough? And then he's like, no, 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 you know, take her. And then she's. Like messing with your head as well and you're just thinking the moment he sat down you knew the whole situation is just gonna go balls oh, up. it's fucked it's awkward yeah, yeah. I, and that's the amazing part it's like you think about that the moment he sits down not the moment he makes a mistake talking mm-hmm. you know i mean it's like me entering the house knowing i'm screwed is more scarier than me being able to navigate a situation because anybody can navigate a situation and come out of it but you can't just enter a place and then know you're in trouble and think, uh, you know, it will somehow be cool. It won't be cool because I can be dead. I cannot. Like it's, I don't know, man. I I really liked this joke. I thought that was one of the the highlights of what this film could have been. Oh, highlight. Okay, now uh, Hammy, what 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 are you? What's your counterpoint? I am so sorry, Victor, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am actually reverse, like complete 180 and different. I think this Joker was super predictable and super into um, Harley Quinn, which kind of made it disgusting. And uh, also the fact that he was more of a gangster than a crime lord. Like, okay. he, he's meant to be the king of Gotham in terms of crime. And he's not supposed to be... Like, he was so casually being a gangster in a club. 
that's not the Joker I feel like should be. Joker is supposed to be someone, as you said, unpredictable. Someone who puts the um, GCPD's money in, into work, where like you can't find this guy. Batman finds it difficult to find this guy. So uh, like him just being a pimp in a club is just kind of like too normal. And also is the fact that like when they were cha- they were being chased by Batman, Joker clearly showed resentment in a sense of like, oh, I don't want to deal with this guy. But Joker's whole persona is that he's in love with Batman. Without Batman, he's nothing. Like even in one of the comics, <laughs> Joker manages to manages to kill Batman, and then after he does that, he goes like, I don't want to be a criminal anymore because. Like the whole point of me being criminal is because I want to, f- like, I want to be chased by Batman. Now that he's gone, I don't want to be crazy. I don't want to be insane. And then he becomes a sane person working for a government. I like some paperwork sort of stuff because, like, I want to do the next craziest person. I want to see people suffer. And he works in the office, and it's actually okay. very cool. But the the fact that Joker is the chaos and Batman is the order, and they are supposed to be the Tom and Jerry of each other. And Joker was like, Ugh. <laughs> "You say Tom and Jerry?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Joker was like, "Ugh, I don't want to deal with this guy. I just want to go on a date with my girl." It, it, it kind of brought Joker down to me. It was definite no, no for me. Okay. I mean, I guess we were coming off the. So, how much of this performance do you think is inspired, right? Because we're eight years off the heels of. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna crucify myself. What was Heath Ledger? That's it. Heath Ledger's performance yeah. as a Joker back in 2008. Dark Knight. And how much of it do you think of it was him trying to be like, I don't want to do anything like that. I yeah. want to bring my own nuance to it. Uh, I say pro- uh, props to him for trying to be so different with him. And he did manage to do that. And I think he could have been a really good Joker if he got more of him as the Joker was supposed to be instead of the Joker that ends up to be, which I will talk about at the end of the um, movie okay. review. I, I will say um, just to keep it brief so I can like get through this because uh, like, there's, there's still a ton of movie left to go through. I'm I'm kind of almost like in between. I'm more close to Victor's end, I think, where I, I liked it. I thought like the idea of like because they were trying to make a grounded world, right? Mm-hmm. Him being a crime boss is a bit off to me, but I guess like if Joker's gonna have power, it would be through this way. But he did seem a bit hinged as opposed to unhinged, right? Like he he was le- relatively sane, and and I guess this is uh, it's, it's the same crit- criticism that you have for Harley Quinn that I'll say later on at some point where it almost feels like it's someone who is smart but they're acting local for whatever, right? As opposed to someone who's genuinely unhinged. Like, his laugh was phenomenal. And he did seem a bit crazy at the time. Like, almost it was a deliberate decision to try and act crazy. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, cool. So, we'll uh, we'll skip ahead. I'm going to blaze through this part. So, whatever synopsis you have of the characters, we're going to rush through this. Mm -hmm. Just so we can, like, start roasting the hell out of this movie, yeah? Sure. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, cool. So, there we got chasing. We see the Joker mobile uh, getting chased down by the Batmobile. Not the purple Lamborghini, but anyways. They drive into the ocean, then Batman like finds Holly awake underwater. You know, she wakes up, she tries to bite him, he just clocks her in the face, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love uh, that part, by the way. It, I mean, it scared me when I first saw it. Like, I remember when I first saw it in yeah. theaters, it, like, got me. But, like, some behind-the-scenes stuff here, I guess the only thing, one of the only things I know is Margot Robbie actually trained uh, how to breathe underwater for this scene. So, like, she, mm-hmm. I think she knows how to, she can stay underwater for over, like, five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was really <laughs> cool. I saw it in Hot Ones. Hot Ones, great show. Next, you have uh, Captain Boomerang, and it's uh, the only thing I remember from his description here is fetishes, pink unicorns. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that was uh, yeah, I, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah go ahead. First coming appearance, Flash 117 in 1960. Um, known rival is obviously Flash. Um, I like to add um, Tim Drake too, but then that's a very um, deep thing. Yeah. Um, he kills his parents, and then Tim Drake Loki forces him into committing a crime to go back to prison when he gets released. It's messed up. Yeah. It's, it, it's actually a really cool story. Um, skills, boomerang mastery, and fever. This is where it gets ridiculous. Anyways, yeah, so I robbed every bank in Australia at least once, then came to the States to try some new some new robbing uh, grounds. And then for the first oh. time in the, the DC, you, you see the Flash. And I was like, holy crap, like, what? Because yeah. we would knew for a long time that Ezra Miller was cast as the Flash. We thought we were going to get that in the Justice League. Mm -hmm. But we get it here really early. And, I, and it makes me think, is this like some Flashpoint stuff? Like, because I was thinking initially that Suicide Squad took place way later on down the road but maybe this is just flashpoint like flash travels back in time i don't even know yeah so you I have el diablo that. yeah go on oh yes el diablo um, next go ahead before i go to what happens yeah uh, in the movie. first comic appearance old star western 2 1970 known rival everyone skills um <laughs> um cyrokinesis <laughs> and um she, uh, the reason why they decided to do el diablo in this movie was because they really wanted to get a Mexican-American character in the... Yes, I, I can tell. Because they chose one of the worst actors I've ever seen on screen to do this. <laughs> so they <didn't> anyone. <laughs> his, his performance was weak. <laughs> and, it was, and it felt almost kind of racist. Like, they were like, let's just... How we need a Mexican yeah. actor? What, what line should we give him? Hey, come on, let's say, Come on, Holmes. Like, I, I don't know, dude. It was super, anyway. super stereotypically. Yeah. And and I, I, I feel like it's offensive. To the Mexican was, so his casting was just a diversity push. For real, it must have, like I I ah. don't believe in forced diversity, but if anything, this would have been it. You know, this would have oh, been it. Where man. like you just did it for the sake of it, as opposed to doing it. You know. And it was such a bad CGI too. I mean, oh, actually, no, I like to see. I, I, all right, so you mean the, okay, yeah. oh, the prison part when he's in prison? Oh, all right, yeah, I agree. Actually, never mind. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, yeah. we get our Diablo. He surrendered, and because he lost his queen. He gets jumped in prison, and then he, he incinerates like half the yard. Next, you have Waylon Jones, Killer Croc, who uh, is meant to be pretty young, but he has the body of a 50-year-old. Looks like a monster, so then they treat him like a monster. He became a monster. Uh, I don't know what you have on Killer Croc, Hamid. First comic appearance, Detective Comics 523-1983. So kind of new. Um, known rival Batman, skills strength, razor-sharp teeth, wrestling. Has a skin condition, his aunt beat him up, in teenage years, um, tried to forcefully remove the scales, even though it was a medical condition. So wait, he, was he? Is he a crocodile? Um, it, it's a skin condition. He's not actually a crocodile. So when his so, teeth are like that, and his like in the like, so this yeah. movie, I don't know what this movie is trying to do, but like, what what? So what alterations does he have? Like what what so, abilities so, does he have? Um, he he has a his strength. Like he has a super strength level. I wouldn't say super super, but um, quite a strong strength. And he right. has razor sharp teeth. Like his teeth are super sharp. But they, do, I don't think they went through that route in this movie. They just like, like let's like just get a guy who looks like a monster, right? Yeah, they just yeah. went for like. Can oh. you tell me why his body looks like that? It looks really yes. gross, and he looks like he's fifty. Okay, so originally in the movie they were supposed to do it as a different color, different design. But then right. it felt very comic-y, and uh -huh. David Ayer was like, "This color doesn't feel right to me." And his suit and like the things he wear were much more um, 
fashion trend based, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. And then they yeah. were like, uh, and then David Ayer was like, what if we make his skin slightly darker? And everything you see off his skin, that's, they actually made it. Like, none of it is um, CG. CG or paint. They actually I mean, I would have guessed, made it. I'm just confused as to why his body, like, is it not like his head, but like yeah. his torso is like that. Why is it all saggy? What do you mean saggy? It didn't feel saggy to me, but. It didn't feel like it, or you felt it? <laughs> I mean, when I, I looked at it... I want to search out Killer Croc, Suicide Squad, yeah, Torso. They, they, they just changed the colors a little bit darker, so it would feel much more grounded, if you know what I mean. Alright, I'm going to put it in the it. Trinity podcast thing, so the people who are watching this, uh, I guess, edit this in to like, the video, if whenever it comes out as video. If you're listening, I'm sorry. But you look at that, that... <laughs> That's saggy, dude. Okay, yeah, you're right. I just saw that, yeah. I remember because it was so vivid in my head. I like, this is... Okay, cool, whatever. Anyways, yeah, so they... Yeah, uh, it's they, practical not effect, much... so it's not... Yeah, I don't know. They treat him like a monster, so he became a monster, and I guess he's like, he eats raw meat. Uh, it's very vague in this movie what he's meant to be. I'm So in this movie, I can only assume it's like a half-human, half-crocodile hybrid. Okay, so um, um, can I just say something? I noticed something which comes up a little bit uh, um, later, but I'm going to point it out now. When he eats the human, so they say, or raw meat, um, when he's in the plane, he starts throwing up. At first, yeah. I thought he's just motion sickness, but then later, for maybe they're referencing the fact that he doesn't actually like eating people. He only eats them because he wants, pe- like, because he's treated that way. I, I, you might, you know, I think you're just reading because <laughs> I just think this is just bad writing. Where they're like, well, what's funny here on the plane scene? Oh, I get it. Someone being sick, you know. Nah. That's that's what it was for me at least. I don't know. Alright. Anyways, <laughs> we saved the best for last. That's what that's the her words not mine. Amanda Waller's words not mine. <laughs> the witch. So we have archaeologist June Moon, who, by the way, when I was writing this initially, I I heard moan. I was telling Hammond this. I heard June moan, but that's just the way Viola Davis talks, I guess. Uh, she wandered into the wrong cave, finds a shrine, opens this little toy thingy up and then like it unleashes the enchantress spirit and like it takes over her body and like she has a secret buried heart that controls her what makes you think that you can control them that's what the commissioner kind of guy says he goes what makes you think you can control all these other people right uh, she says well introducing colonel rick flag one of america's final special ops he founds june moon and then she figures uh, that they'd fall in love and they did so she both contains the witch's heart and June's heart. So it's kind of like I can control both of these people, and I can also control Rick Flag, who's like this really cool special ops guy. So I don't know what info you have on June and uh, Rick. I be honest, I forgot to look into uh, Enchantress. So okay. Tanking. <laughs> nice, professional, fantastic. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, don't worry about it. But for Rick Flag, I do have first comic appearance is the Brave and the Bold. 251959. Um, known rival is Amanda Vola. Um, skills is hand to hand combat, leadership, um, survival skills, and tracking. This guy's like Nick Fury, but like, um, like present, right? I'm guessing. Uh, like, no, but Nick Fury is more of a spy. This is more okay. of a. Well, he's special ops, right? Yeah, yeah, he's more of a special ops kind of guy. And oh, also, like Navy SEALs kind yeah, of. Yeah, that kind of guy, yeah. And so originally, um, Rick Flag was set to be during World War Two. So when they were um, beginning to start to do Suicide Squad again, they were like, "The Suicide Squad is set on present. He would be an old man, so it doesn't work out really well." So they were yeah. like, "Okay, he is Rick Rick Flag Junior." 
and his dad uh, was a World War II veteran. And, okay, so yeah. it runs in the family. Okay, cool. That's yeah. cool. And fun fact, the actor actually got trained with real special forces. Well, they, they do they do a bunch of crazy stuff uh, behind the scenes, right, for this mm. kind of stuff. Okay, um, cool. The, yeah. the effort is not shown in this movie because we don't see any of that here. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, we spent however long with that pitch, right? So that pitch took a fair chunk of the movie. What better way to reward the audience by continuing the pitch at the Pentagon when we could have had the initial pitch at the Pentagon anyways? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Like, they uh, could have completely removed this section and just jump into the Pentagon scene, but... Yep, but we just needed to waste the budget on like different scenes and we needed to see Amanda Waller eat steak anyways. Yeah. Amanda Waller asks Dr. Moon to come up in front of the board of like men at uh, the Pentagon and she's like, oh, I don't want to do this. And then Rick is like, look, baby, it's going to be okay. Just go ahead, you know, whatever. She whispers, Enchantress. And then like, you see the cool hand thing happens and then Enchantress comes out and the guy's like, Jesus Christ. And then she gets <laughs> the book and she goes, hey, oh, listen, go get some shit to impress these fuckers, right? Mm. And then uh, she goes, all right, cool. Then she goes away, she gets, you know, the right. book that contains uh, mm. Weapons Ministry from Tehran. Yep. And he's like, holy shit, that's crazy. Please don't touch me. Please don't, don't touch me. Please don't touch me. I, I really like that scene for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the Teshi Teshi bit. I, I found that hilarious. And I also love how they did the Tehran. So as an Iranian, I pay attention <laughs> to these things a lot. Like whenever they bring in, I'm sure a lot of, uh, people can agree on this whenever they say like oh this is a le let's say like they go to an arabic town or an iranian book or a, a, whenever it's about middle eastian area you can tell they didn't consult with a person who speaks the language because all the writings are just letters space letters space letters instead of having the continuation of letters but in uh -huh. this one, it was a gen like I literally paused to read the book, <laughs> see, see like frame by frame, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is genuine!" They actually like found out how to make this page. Like this is this is genuine, like right flag because um, Iran changed their flag around sixty years ago, so a lot of people use the old flag just to piss off the Iranians. And uh -huh. I was like, wait, hold on, this wow. is the right flag. This is the right way of writing. It, uh, except the fact that it was left to right. I was like, they fucked that up, but everything else. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, really because <laughs> because it, it's the fact that, like, usually we all know media has a way of forcing people into yeah. thinking a certain way. And I, I've yeah. become super aware because it's my culture. And every time I see it, like, Iranian or. A Muslim or Arab or whatever or Persian or like around my area I pay attention specifically just to see how they are doing it and yeah it's a good learning experience for a guy who likes to write and makes games it's like okay I can learn from this and make send the right message <laughs> it's it the idea that like a, a regular schmuck like me and I don't know about Victor so I might just I'm, a, I'm gonna include in the schmuck list <laughs> Yeah, but like, uh, yeah. like I wouldn't have known. Like, I would have been like, okay, cool. I guess it's from yeah. Tehran, right? But I guess like for you, it would have probably taken you out of it, right? Yeah, you would exactly. have been like, this and destroys the authenticity of this film. It's not possible. Yeah, and also it has it happens a lot when my friends show me Iranian flag, and I go like, look, it's your flag, and I'm like, no, that's not, that's not my flag. <laughs> like, that hasn't been my flag for years. <laughs> like, cool and just because they show it in movies like that, so yeah. 
people right, cool. going up to Americans saying, "Yo, look, Nixon." It's like he hasn't <laughs> been a president for a long time. <laughs> yeah. He, he's yeah, he's an MIA, yeah. uh, to say the least. Anyway, so uh, Amanda Waller says, "Yo, can we uh, can we get Doctor Moon back?" And then Enchantress is like, ah. And then she pokes the heart of Enchantress, and then like she comes back, right? As Doctor Moon, she's like, <laughs> she's freaked out, obviously. Um, because look, I can't do that again. I can't do that again. And then like Flag like gets her out, and then it begs the question, like, wait, look. So you have access to this really strong mythical beast. Why do you need the permission of uh, these guys at the Pentagon when you can just <laughs> literally break all these people out? Install, I don't know. Uh, anyways, she's uh, still a good person. As much as I mean, uh, as much as fucked up person she is, she still tries to do things by the book. I mean, I mean, you see something later on, but anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. I, uh, I, I think there's a lot of uh, stuff that was overlooked. You know, a lot of uh, intelligence because if she's as smart as she's meant to be, there's there's smart ways around the soul stuff. Don't worry. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Amanda Waller arrives at Gotham Detention Center, and then uh, you know, a Harley Quinn sees her, and she goes, "Look, are you the devil?" And then like, uh, she's like, "Yeah, maybe." Uh, you see Killer Croc helping the floor, but uh, apparently it's push-ups. And then they're like, oh, uh, why'd they put you down here? And then he goes, uh, axed. I don't know, I don't know. So then afterwards... Uh, <laughs> That's not bad, that was actually like that one. Yeah, and then like you get like, uh, fucking Ike Varenholtz doing his like, racist... I mean, this is, if anything is authentic in this film, fuck your Iranian thing, Hammy. This is, this is <laughs> it, right, where you have a racist officer being like, yo, essay, hola, amigo, put that burrito down. If, there, if there's anything in this movie that sticks true to life, it's a racist cop. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I guess he's being racist to uh, make us hate him, I guess. And then he's like, yo, that ain't me. Like, because they show him, like, a video to uh, El Diablo, and he's like, yo, that ain't me. That guy's not me. He's gone. He's dead. And she's like, that's not you. He goes, no, that's not me. I'm a man, not a weapon. I'm a dying piece before I raise my fists again. And he makes like a fire animation that says, bye. bye. I thought that was cheesy, but I really like that cheese. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it looks like, for me, I'm a sucker, because like, this movie was taking a while to get the special effects. I'm a sucker for the first instance of special effects. Like, I'm just waiting for the movie to just get it on with the special effects, and it was taking way too long. So yeah, I'm, I, I agree with you too. Any any semblance of VFX being added, I just, I'm just, I want my eyes to be treated, you know? Anyway, so they get Deadshot out, and he's like, yo, look, man, listen, uh, uh, what, this is a, they give him a gun, and they're like, there's one in the chamber here, uh, shoot the dummies, right, and I'm thinking, why would they give a gun to a, to a criminal who can, like, land one, and, like, he can land, he never misses, so why do you have, just have no one around here, you know, so he points the gun at, uh, the guy, he goes, listen, I'm, I told you, man, I told you I'm gonna fuck you up, but then he goes, look, I know this is loaded with a dummy bullet, okay, so, like, the, you were testing me to see if I'd shoot the guy, look, I'm not gonna shoot the guy. So then he just shoots this guy, and then it was turns out it was actually loaded. He goes, "Holy shit, you guys are for real. You guys are crazy." And then he just like you see a montage of him like clicking heads with all these like dummies, and like he's shooting them like to to the T perfectly every time. And it looks it looks pretty cool. I would have been more impressed to see him moving about and like clicking heads, but I guess like you can't have that because he's being surrounded by guards. Anyways, can I just quickly? Sorry, I, I wanted to stop you earlier, but you were mid sentence. I didn't want to jump. I was on a roll. Yeah, yeah. go on there. Sorry. Um, the bit where the guard said like, "Oh, if you shoot me, um, go to my computer and delete my history." Um, yeah. I, I felt that like that joke really took me out of the place. Um, it was yeah. really badly done, and it it felt like such a boomer joke. Like, we're in day and age that everybody knows what this control shift N does. So, Wait, what's like, that do? Are you serious? <laughs> <Don't>... I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he's trying to bring you out. Can you, can you explain to me what the control shift N does? Don't uh, fall for it. Don't fall for it. 
I, I don't know if I should actually tell you or not. You know... That brings us to our sponsors, NordVPN. So even on the incognito <laughs> tab, uh, the government can still track your information. But with NordVPN, you can have a private virtual network uh, that was untracked and you can access anything you really want. Well played, well played. But yeah. Sponsor us! <laughs> Nowadays, like, we see VPN ads everywhere. It's just, it just, it just, it just took me out of the movie. It really yeah. pushed yeah. me out. It was so well, cool. really this... badly done joke. Not in a roasty way, but a lot of this uh, film is like uh, lowbrow humor. You know, it seems like stuff that's like, oh, like this is a 2009 joke, or like even a 2005 joke. You know, yeah. and I feel like a lot of this stuff, the humor in this film really does fall flat a lot of the time. I think, at least. No, I agree. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, you're you're right. You're hundred percent right. Anyways, so um, Will Smith says, "Look, here are the terms. Here, look." Darnell can't come. I want to see my daughter go to the best school, you know, Harvard. I want you to, like, uh, you know, look after her. And if she's not performing well, I'll get into an art school and this, that, the other, because he's figuring out that he's being hired. Mm-hmm. And then this straight flag guy is like, you know, he's fucking with him, like a real piece of shit. He's like, yeah, 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 go on, yeah, yeah, for sure. Listen, there are no terms. You just do what we say, motherfucker. And then you feel the tension between these two, right? Because he goes, listen, I wasn't talking to you, Mr. Rick Flag. I was talking to your boss lady right there, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways. Can I just say? Can I just say? I, I love, I love thinking that that scene is DC fan talking to Warner Brothers, and then Warren, like, 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 for example, we want the Snyder Cut, we want the yeah, uh, DC yeah. to be this, we want this and this, and then Warner Brothers is like, you're not gonna listen to you, and then the DC <laughs> fans be like, oh, you think we're talking to you? Sorry, no, we're talking to your boss, AT and T. So, like, oh, <laughs> I thought bad. I thought that would yeah that, that's, that's just... fucked up. Anyways, Rick Flag is talking to Amanda Waller. He's like, listen, why the fuck are we hiring criminals? We need soldiers. And afterwards, he's like, look, during World War Two, uh, the U.S. made a deal with the mafia to protect the waterfronts. Uh, and then Flag is like, listen, I'm out, motherfucker. And then she says, listen, if you're out, I'm gonna put your girl in a coma. And this can't be legal, but apparently it is. Or at least you can get away with it. And uh, you get the idea that Waller's a kind of a fucker too. Uh, anyways, uh, Joker is in a room. And like he's like, where is she? And I assume they're talking about Harley. Oh, and, not uh, no, not Martha this time, <laughs> thankfully. And then like he lies, uh, whatever. He lies down and he's laughing. And then you see a bunch of lies. He's doing this maniacal laugh, and, and I think it's pretty good. But you see some disturbing shit, like a bunch of laptops and some baby clothes. And I'm yeah, like, what I was the like, fuck wait, it was cool. Harley Quinn pregnant? Like what? I- or like, was yeah. he killing babies, or was he jacking off to baby? Like, this guy <laughs> is fucked up. You know, there's a lot of implied shit here. You know, they, it leaves a lot to the imagination. You know. Hmm. Then you see like the officer guy, Officer Griggs, gambling, and then like the Joker's there. And I initially thought this was going to be the Joker scene. You know, like in Dark Knight, we yeah. like, hey, uh, you want to see a magic trick? Look at this pen. Hoopa! And like, you yeah. know, you have that. Yeah. I thought this was going to be the Joker scene, and I thought it was going. I was. I sat back, I remember, in the theaters ready for this. Like, we're gonna see it now. Because, I mean, like, you see in the trailers where yeah. he's like, oh, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna hurt you. No, no, really, no. Really, really bad. In the trailers, yeah. you see that. In the trailers, no, no, right? In the trailer, that's the Harley Quinn scene. And right, the, right. So I'm yeah, saying, so, like, so in we the have trailers, that we're gonna see some shit, you know? In the trailers, there was, there was a bit for Dispert that he goes, like, I wanna show you my toys. And I was right. so ready for it. I was, I was so, like, oh, he's gonna use it now. He's gonna do it. And then, nope. I mean, I was ready for it, yeah, yeah, 100%. But instead, you don't get that. You just get him, like, threatening him, being all kooky. And, you know, good performance still. Like, I, I do like, I, I'm, I'm loving Jared Leto's performance here. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, the writers kind of... Apparently, there was more that's not been released, apparently. But, like, yep. hey. Anyways. has a cut as well, yeah. Yeah, released the air cut. <laughs> June uh, screams for Enchantress in her sleep. Then she makes Rick hallucinate the death. Hashtag sleep, uh, um, sleeping hacks. 
Okay, I want to be real fast with this then, I guess. June screams for Enchantress, she makes her hallucinate the death of June, or, or rather shows him a premonition before he makes the call. She unlocks the brother and puts him into a random dude's body. Uh, the lips don't match whatever they're saying. They worship machines, so let's make a machine. That's what June, uh, that's what Enchantress says to her brother that she's unlocked right now, I guess. He passes out in the train station, uh, starts, he starts touching the tracks and he gets bigger, and he fucks up the train. Anyways, it's time to unleash Task X. Harley Quinn is most able to take on the, like, she's basically, like, murking the bodyguards as they try to take her out. You see Willie up with his fists, like, Will Smith's like, okay, cool, here we go, here we go, here we go. The, uh, the idea here is it's not easy getting Task Force X out of the, uh, the prison. Mm-hmm. They put chips in each of the numbers. So, uh, later on at Chris Labs, a division of Wayne Corp, Joker and his goons show up, and that's as far as we see. I can't remember what happened. Do you guys know what happened? Enchantress bolts, because she was meant to blow up the... Uh, yeah, the bomb, right? Yeah. Which they, they, they didn't show it, they just told us. Yeah. I fucking hated it. Why do they keep telling us shit instead of showing us? <laughs> Enchantress is start being the main body because the brother starts to share hearts. Uh, I mean, romantic, kind of incestuals, which was kind of weird, but. Uh, As old, old gods, I mean, you see, said he prepped like that all the time. Yep, yeah, yeah, still, I found it stupid. And then they brought everyone in. They do a um, speech thing where they explain that everybody has a chip in their head. Um, they get blown up if they don't listen. And then it's the gear up scene where everyone has to, you know, wear their suits or whatever. And yeah, okay, cool, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You, you so, can, it, I, yeah. Can, I, can I jump in, right? So, yeah. now this is my first major, major problem with this film. Mm-hmm. So we've established now that Suicide Squad has to go up against Enchantress and her ancestral brother, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not the team for that. <laughs> this isn't. The Suicide Squad is not supposed to battle gods. Like, this, this isn't their field. I agree. I agree yeah. 100%. Don't go to, like, a hematologist and ask him to do a brain surgery. <laughs> it's not his shit. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> essentially, yeah, no, big time. Cause like, I mean, I guess like up until now, the only argument I can have for this, and this is a dumb argument, is, and this is not what the movie should have been. But essentially, you have a bunch of people who have powers, and up until now, I don't know if you've seen anyone else, bar Superman, who fights for good, right? So you have all these like talented individuals who are, and forget like special ops, forget the army. I don't know why the conflict of this movie is evil lady who has powers that you cannot it doesn't have to be the end of the world anyways we'll get to that in a second actually we'll bolt um, ahead can, this is this is where we get um slipknot first comic appearance firestorm 128 um 1984 known rival is firestorm which is weird by the way like i've read some of the comics because i was doing the research it was just okay gills is he's a chemist he makes his sticky ropes and he can pretty much climb anything because of the sticky rope. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Michelle, tell you, I did not like. Did he, to me, this guy was so pointless. But I don't know why. I just really loved when he punched a woman. Yeah, that was that was that was that landed really well. Uh, yeah. It sounds so bad that I know this is being recorded. So Wait, was it? Was it? My... Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Boomerang that punched a woman? No, oh, no, no. no. Boomerang him. punched one of the guards. Um, oh, yeah. Slipknot punched, um, slip punched the FBI woman because she said oh, yeah, something. Oh, yeah. She was like, uh, like douchebag or something, 
And then she was, he was like, what? Boosh, he just clogs her right yeah, there, huh? Yeah. Dogs said uh, she was running her mouth. And, like, this isn't me, like, I just got, like, obviously, disclaimer. I don't agree man should hit a woman or anyone should hit anyone for that matter. But it's just, it was just so funny. Because he came out <laughs> of nowhere. He just, somebody. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just somebody say something and it gets clocked. That's it. And, th- and it happened. That was the second one, right? Because yeah. Boomerang did it first. So it was just so funny just to see. Oh, somebody <laughs> got clocked for no reason. Then another person got clocked for no reason. Cool. True. So as Harry said, um, yeah, Rick Flag. Um, can can I just also add one random fact about um, Slipknot? Um, sure. At some point, he joined the Cobra Cult. Um, some people know who the Cobra are. That's why I thought it's quite fun fact. Okay. A, a Cobra Cult is one of the Batman's um, villains. However, they are yeah. much more famous in the Batman Beyond series, which uh-huh. makes the whole fact that him being part of the cult kind of interesting. Oh. oh. Okay. I mean, I'm sure some. I mean, I, I don't know anything about them. I'm sure people out there probably are like, oh, okay. Yeah, this guy knows his shit. I think I know them from the Justice League series. Okay. Yeah, well, like, they, yeah. they appear? They, they do, and I think Batman actually flirts with one of them. I know Copperhead <laughs> was like... Look, but look, Batman is just... He's a man of many talents. So. Yeah. yeah, he really is. Yeah. Uh, logic and yeah. being Batman. Never mind. We'll not, get, we'll not <laughs> fight that battle today, dearie. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, Red Flag briefs the man. He goes, listen, look, you guys have chips in your necks. You fuck with me. Bada bing, bada boom. You get your head explodes. If you vex me... His head blows up, and then Harley's like, well, I'm known to be quite vexing. And he goes, shut up, lady! <laughs> and then some Eminem plays, and then, like, everyone gets geared up. And then you get, like, some good chance to show, like, some potential merch that people could buy. I thought this was kind of cool, but, like, it, it's not as cool as I thought it would be. Like, Captain Boomerang's pink unicorn, you see, like, he puts that in his pocket. You see Deadshot's, like, horrible mask that, like, I feel like it looked better in the in Arrow, but that's, that's I digress. Really? Uh, I, I like this one more, but okay. Fair play. Uh, I, don't even like, I don't like the fact that he has a mask at all. Oh, I mean, he does it, in the I, comics. That's what I, I know. The, yeah, the comics one looks cool. Yeah. Like, but like in live action, it looked. I, I guess it, it just felt, looks like a, a cheap prop, you know. It felt very Deadpool-y, if that makes sense. Mm. Kind of. I don't. It just felt weird that if anything, you're a hitman. Why is your mask white? <laughs> like you, you want to be seen? Question mark. I don't know, dude. Uh, I would have preferred. I mean, it would have made more sense to me if it was like black, or even like uh, Slade Wilson's, right? Uh, his is like half orange, half black. That looks cooler, and it's a bit more like, you know. But I guess it's. It, I, I don't know. All I right, don't know. moving it on. Is. Yeah. Yeah. So then you see a bunch of merch. Then you see Harley Quinn getting dressed, and everyone was watching, but not me. I wasn't watching that scene, obviously. Um, <laughs> you was being respectful, closing your eyes. I was. Yeah. yeah, I was lowering my gaze, uh, respecting. <laughs> And then, you know, like, you see, behold the voice of God. And then you see Amanda Waller on a tablet. And at first, we'll get to why she's on the tablet. But initially, I'm watching this and I'm like, why why is she on a tablet? Like, because they're not flown out Viola Davis mm-hmm. to come here and talk to them. Because the briefing is kind of like, why, I don't get it. But anyways, I feel like it would have been cooler on a big screen just to show, like, the authority. But it's on a tiny tablet and it's so weird. <laughs> that, like, they will have to group around this tablet. Whatever! <laughs> Whatever, DC. You could have done this so much better. I don't know. Anyways, we finally get to see Katana. She, like, rolls up. Can I stop you there? Uh, yeah. First comic appearance, The Brave and the Bold, 200, 1983. Um, known rival, Yakuza. See, already so much cooler. Skills, martial arts, and swordsmanship. Katana was a member of Outsiders, a group put together by Batman after he left the Justice League. 
just for, okay. throw that out. Well, I mean, I saw an arrow, so that's why I know. <laughs> but you have, before that, you see Will Smith be like, so what are we, some kind of suicide squad? And then you roll the credits, because he's in the title of the movie. And then like, you get like uh, Rick Flagg just talking about a bunch of exposition, why you see a montage of her finding the Yakuza, I guess. Look, her husband died, she's got my back, her swords trapped the souls of her victims, you know, and it's just, like, so uncharismatic how this guy's saying, like, this is what she could do, these are her powers, watch out, like, as opposed to us, again, seeing it, you know, or even exactly. being, like... Show instead of tell, like, that's I, I, like, oh, We'll get to this also eventually in Justice League. We had this gripe in last week as well, well they introduced the Justice League in one yeah. go. You introduce this many characters in one film, you have to do it right, or you give them their own solo films. I don't even know. Yeah. Spirit but Sky I plays. Do, I do like the fact that the whole point of Katana is that this is your basically teacher of watch point. Like you're the one that watches you. If you do anything wrong, she chops you off. Kind of way. Yeah. If the. Because he was kind of outnumbered, work. right? Yeah. Like uh, but, in terms but, of like, how many bad guys, apart from like the U.S. military or whatever the yeah, fuck they were. But one of the things I did like was the way everyone else reacted. Uh, everyone was either uh -huh. smiling or laughing or making a laugh about it. Like when mm -hmm. Harley Queen was like, ooh, what's that smell? Stench of uh, death. They clearly just don't care because they live the danger life. They are the yeah. villains. They're like, all right, that's just another day for us. Uh -huh. I, I like that concept. That concept was really well done. Swag. Yeah. And so anyways, you know, they fly, uh, you know, there's some un unfunny stuff that happens on this airplane. Uh, the helicopter gets shot down somehow, and, but they land fine. Slipknot and Bimarang are talking, they're like, yo, look, let's just, just uh, run away because this whole thing is a fake thing, like, it's fake news. They don't have chips on their head, so let's fight the people. So they fight the people, Slipknot gets away, the button's pressed, it said it explodes, and I'm like, wait, you you blow up Slipknot, but you don't blow up Boomerang because, like, Boomerang was no, because, trying to escape too. Because Katana got a hold of him. Right, but, like, who's oh, yeah. to say that he's not going to try to run away again, right? But, like, after he saw that, because at first they didn't believe it, so after he saw that, it was like, okay, it's real. So. And also, like, I don't, I don't understand. Why, why do you need this boomerang fuck, you know? Like, this guy okay, has Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. Uh, I actually forgot to mention this. I was going to let it go. But now that you brought it up, originally, the publishers of the DC, they told the Suicide Squad, there's this guy called Boomerang. You have to use him somewhere in your story. And the guy who was writing the Suicide Squad, he was like... Like, what is he gonna do? He first boomerang? Like, uh, what the <laughs> fuck? And then he was like, "All right, let's let's see, like, let's come up with a character for this guy." And then, <sighs> because he hated him, he made him like a douchebag. And like then he was like, character. "Dude, it's really fun to write douchebag characters." And then it became one of the core characters of Suicide Squad because it's just well, fun to write him up. Jack Corny is really fun to watch as Captain. Yeah, exactly. he, like if anything of of this film, he was the only time I was just like, oh, okay, this is what's maybe keeping me going. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he, uh, he was one of the winning points yeah. of this movie for sure. Right. And yeah. so, anyways, Rick Flag looks at you know uh, Dead Trace. Look at look look, motherfucker. Are you next? Are you gonna like step out of line so I can blow up your head? And then you know Will's like, wait, you fucking dare me, bro? And then like he walks away and then he goes like, I'm gonna kill him. You know, uh, he says that to uh, Harley Quinn, obviously. And you see, like, there's a little bit of chemistry between Harley Quinn and Deadshot. I like, I like the rapport between these two actors. And I think it's not even so much in the writing. These are two good actors that can yes. invoke, invoke yeah. chemistry. Because they, they obviously work together in focus as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. So actually, that's something that I wanted to bring up as well. Is Throughout this film, I felt that Will Smith's scenes and, like, his dialogue... It, to me, it always felt like he was just spitting them off. It wasn't scripted. I mean, 
essentially what this film suffers from is bad boys syndrome where like if you watch bad boys right bad boys is actually not a good film guys <laughs> it's literally you don't just like bad boys no no don't get me wrong i don't like a lot of things i no as in like i don't think things are good but i like them so fast and furious i think sucks right but like i okay. love it like oh, i think yeah, it's a okay, bad yeah. film oh but, yeah like, i love yeah, it right for sure like so, bad boys, bad is boys not, uh... suffers from that too right yeah, ba- okay, Bad Boys I is a great, uh, it's a great fun movie, but it's not a hundred percent movie. But I'm saying right. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence's chemistry is yeah. literally what carries those films. They have really good chemistry, and they're so much fun to watch together, right? Yeah. And yeah. I literally feel that here with Will Smith, he just brings his A game into. He's just one of the most charismatic actors. So to have him here, he literally every line he delivers, as you said, Victor, like he it, it just rolls off him. It doesn't feel like it was scripted, or like mm. he he brings his own flavor to it, you know. And it's, I guess that's why he's top build in this movie, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what what do we get next? So. They're walking like they're on a school trip, mm-hmm. you know, you're with villains. Yeah. Villains! You're with villains and you're walking like in a straight line, single file, as if you're in school. Like, no, none of this, like, military surrounding the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all just walking willy-nilly throughout the city. And, like, they're all talking to each other like, hey, let's escape, pass it on. Hey, hey, we're trying to escape, pass it on. Hey, which, like, as if, it, it, it's just dumb. Like, you, you're trying to show the Suicide Squad as, like, hey, these guys are, like, working together, right? But, like, if I'm dead sure, I don't need any of these fucks. I really do not need any of the Suicide Squad to help me escape. If I want to escape, it'll be through me and myself and I. Like, I can't risk telling these crazy fucks. Yeah. That's, that's another point, is when you, what you've just said, right, it reminds me of the animated movie. And yeah. the whole point of the animated movie was that these guys only use the team for their own means. And, like, Jai Courtney did that a bit, but then that was it. The, after, yeah. after that, these guys were family. And I'm like, these guys aren't supposed to give a shit about each other. For real, like, vi- yeah. like, normal people don't. So what makes you think villains would, you know? Yeah. yeah. Even these guys felt more like a team than the Justice League did in theirs but again we'll get to that <laughs> when that <time> <laughs> I mean really yeah so I'm gonna blaze through some shit I'm gonna skip through some stuff because it's like all oh, a bunch of stuff that happens in between essentially oh, you know a bunch of weird like faceless creatures yeah go on before you do the your skip thing the bit that you're about to come into the faceless creatures that start to attack one I, re- I like this is one of the points where they actually use a score where like um, Deadshot jumps on the car and start killing I love yeah. the score in this scene. Um, yeah. the, the music was really well done. And also the design for the faceless creatures. It was meant to be something else. And I'm going to get to that again at the end. But when they were trying to come up with a design, um, they weren't sure what to do. And David Ayer had a nightmare. And the next morning he called the production group. And it was like, guys, guys, we got to meet. Because I think I just figured out what kind of a face they should have. He come up with the idea that all of their body is eyes and they design basically we got and the eyes see whatever it is that they're seeing and send it back to their motherboard or like whatever the original oh, okay. is. Like that oh. was the concept behind it. It's a cool concept. I yeah. do think it's a cool concept, but we are stuck with faceless alien syndrome again, you know? For now. Like where it's yeah. just a bunch of faceless aliens, you know, oh, it's, a, it's a constant well, name. I, I mean I did see the eyes, it was really gross, obviously. Yeah. Again, like, and I don't understand why you need the Suicide Squad to like take these bad. Uh, fuck it, dude. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, they kill these you know, guys. We notice that they are keep targeting Rick Flag. They save Rick Flag, and then they move on. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and you have that cool scene where like, uh, not really cool scene, but that scene in the address that they always show that it's meant to be really funny, where like Boomerang opens up his drink in the corner and starts sipping. You know. Yeah. 
And like, I don't know why they knew a headshot would work. Anyways, Rick Flag gives up the rundown. He goes, look, Enchantress is bringing people into her army by kissing them. Really? That's and not... Well, no, that happens straight afterwards. So, like, after, yeah. like, this whole shit debacle, you see, like, Enchantress, like, bringing people into her army by kissing them. Yeah. And so, Harley Quinn still, she's like, oh, we're bad guys. That's what we do. Uh, then Rick has the one-on-one. Then she'll be like, look, keep, keep this in line, and I'll hook you up with whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn looks at her motorcycle. She has a flashback. She's chasing the Joker. She stops in front of him. She waits in front of the car. She's like, look, you're not going to leave me. I've done everything you said. I proved I've loved you. Just accept it. And then he's like, look, I'm Joker. Look, no one should love me. I'm an idea, a state of mind. A guy outside just gets shot next to them. And then he goes, listen, if, I weren't, if you weren't so crazy, I think you're insane. Can I just say uh, something about here? Uh-huh. Um, even though I hate the, like, I didn't like, not hate, hate is a strong word. I didn't like this Joker. This part I specifically liked um, because, one, it shows the part. Because, so, I have this theory that Joker is actually sane, but he chooses to be insane because of how the world is. And we see it in a killing joke when Batman goes to like, okay, this time I'm not gonna arrest you. I wanna give you a helping hand. Why should we continuously do this? We're running out of alternatives. Um, let's work together, I can make you better. And then you see a genuine moment when Joker goes like, I appreciate it, but it's too late for me. I, I, I'm already to the point of no return. And I, 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 even though in Killing Joke, that was a very fabulous scene. It was great. You can see that this Joker is keep telling Harley Quinn that like, dude, you don't want to be like the crazy that I am. Just, right. he, he's continuously trying to save her by pushing her away. But she's well, I don't know if he's trying to save her. It's just, to me, it's no, just I know, like I know. But like, if, if, you, if I, well, at least I, the way I think about it, the way that, oh, um, Joker knows how insane he is. Because of that, he's trying to go like, you're a saint, but you haven't reached my crazy yet. So go save yourself before it's too late. But then he noticed that she's keep coming towards him. And then he goes like, well, fuck it. Might as well just push her, you know. Okay, cool. I don't know. Uh, I, I quite like that bit. And, and then the fact that he was saying, I'm an idea. That shows that the, the concept of him being a gangster was not the original plan for Joker. So uh, there, there is hope for the Joker anyway. I mean, not anymore. I don't think so, because like you know, mm-hmm. we, we, it's, it's a storied history of what happened to that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, you know, Deadshot gives uh, Harley Quinn the, the the rundown of what's happening. She goes, she's like, hey, look, you're a seller, and then she was obviously feeling betrayed slightly. They like they approach the building. He goes, this is it, and then Harley's already in the elevator. They're like, fuck, let's get inside. And then she fights a few bad guys. There's another fight scene. Uh, they seem to be after a flag again. Uh, they circle around him. They protect him because they're like, if he dies, we die. The camera pans to Diablo. He walks away. Then Deadshot's like, listen to him, motherfucker. Look. Hey, hey, hey. What? What? Come on, let's see. Come on. Look. We need you to fucking go. And then afterwards, uh, he uses the fire and like flames everyone out. And then like they keep walking through the building. Do you see like a vat of liquid? Harley Quinn has another flashback. And I like this side here. So we've had no Zack Snyder lines in this whole film, right? Because like, there's not a lot there's not a lot of Zack Snyder poetry, Zack Snyder bars going on here, right? Uh, but you yeah. get it here. You get it here where the Joker says, would you die for me? To Harleen Quinzel. Yeah. And she says, <laughs> yes. And then he goes, nah, 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 too easy. Would you live for me? <laughs> and then she Ooh. says, yes. What? And then you get like, I need a gangster playing. He, sh- he like, you know, uh, she jumps into the Ace Chemicals vat and I'm like, holy shit, we're seeing Ace Chemicals in the, in the movie? Holy fuck. The Joker walks away, he's like, ha, that bitch dead. And he's like, fuck, dude. He jumps in 
and then he uh, takes her out, and they make out, and this kind of stuff is actually kind of like, this is low-key like a hot scene, dude. It's actually one of the hottest scenes I've seen in the film. Like, they're both just covered in like liquid and just making out in this hot, like, I don't know, dude. You know, you uh, know what it is, right? The, the, there are moments in this film where this movie does manage to really do get things right. Like, for yes. example, the, the scene with Deadshot just murdering the army of zombies. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, even that an actual army couldn't do. Like, that was pretty cool. And that scene where she becomes Harley Quinn. Music, I think, was perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But the scenery of Ace Chemicals, like, the color grading, the how, like, she fell into that whole thing. And then how, like, he was going to leave, but then he came back and he jumped. And, like, that whole camera pan, oh, like... Yeah. Watching so his body fucking... just like oh, dude it was glorious and what you said as well the Zack Snyder like praising of you died for me, bars, you know? for me like that scene to me is one of the highlights of like oh 100% like chef's kiss chef's well, like, kiss you have, if you don't get the conception of Hollywood right yeah. you're fucked mm. you know yeah <laughs> and like you know I'm, I'm a fan of like even like so the music was uh, I believe it was Kelani Gangster right and like yeah. it was such like it gets you in like it like it kind of like melts you into the scene it's very like toxic yeah. you're feeling like the the yeah it's solid it's ten out good shit David A anyways <laughs> Joker laughs it's very comic like the whole scene looks great they get into a room and it turns out that Amanda Waller was in this room this whole time so the mission isn't to save Enchantress it's to get Amanda Waller out of the center of the city that Enchantress was like you know so the Suicide Squad the whole mission was to get Amanda Waller out nothing nothing fucking nothing to do with Enchantress I don't know what the fuck was happening anyways you have you no know, Deadshot giving uh, Rick Flag a lot of shit. Amanda Waller just shoots everyone there for whatever reason because I, I guess this is meant yeah. to be classified, right? Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. You meant to show that she's ruthless, but this is this is not it, Chief. You know. Yeah. That was mean, man. When I when, when I remember seeing that and going, God damn, like, oh, why? Oh, yeah, no, it was weird. Like Amanda thing. Waller is meant to be tough, and you see that a lot in Arrow, a lot yeah. better. But here, not the case. I I don't know. Because it, it wasn't feel... even a shocking thing, you know. If she shot Rick Flag there, that's where I would have been like, huh, okay, mm. you know. But you know, a bunch of people on screen that you don't care about, whatever. They get Mad Waller out, and then they realize, hey, we can fuck you up and escape, right? And then she shows them the phone, and I'm like, this. Why is the phone? Why is this the thing you're scared of? Because you guys can literally get the phone off her. And I, I don't know, dude. There's a lot of things <laughs> like, that could happen. They could, make it they could kill both Amanda and Rick Flag at the same time, and then just walk Two away. Shots. Yeah, <laughs> and at the same uh, time, like you don't need that much. Yeah, that's what they. He has weapons <laughs> yeah. in his hand. I don't know, dude. Anyways, a helicopter comes, and it's a Joker. Harley Quinn's chip is disabled. And then she runs to her own pudding and then tried to blow her up, but it's not working. The nanite is like fucked up. Waller says, listen, Deadshot, I got a new uh, contract for you right here. Your kid and your freedom, I'll give it to you. Shoot Harley Quinn. And he, he complies, right? He's like, oh, Wait, okay, cool. I don't give a fuck. Can I, can I just say, um, you know the bit where the nanoids doesn't work? Yeah. Okay, that bit I couldn't understand because Harley Quinn was just there. All Rick Flag had to do was grab his gun, 
point to her and shoot. Like nano really doesn't have, yeah. work. It's like fuck the I, nano, just shoot the girl. Like, I really, I really thought that, and then, uh, and then she looks at Desha like you, you're the guy that's. You have an entire armada there of people <laughs> that like work for you that could just mow these fuckers down. You know. Yeah. But again, hey Deadshot, listen, I'll give you your freedom and I'll give you your daughter. And he goes, well, I guess she's dead. And I guess we were meant to like get that, hey Deadshot has loyalty to his daughter and money. And he's ready to take the shot. He takes the shot and she's seemingly dead, but we know that she's not dead because we're not idiots. Like you'd have to be a fucking idiot to be like, oh, he actually killed her, you know? And also it's the fact that earlier when we got introduced to um, Deadshot, um, he always takes the reward first before taking the shot. That's why yeah. that that could be one of the reasons why he did it. Plus, I don't know if he, did they say it yet, but like he doesn't kill women and, and children, children, right? Yeah. I don't know if they said that even earlier. I think but... he, did, he did. He did when he was like, arguing uh, it, with Rick Flag or something. Yeah, I mean, I guess the contracting kind of were like how is she meant to give him the contract right there, and then it's a word of mouth contract too. I don't know why he would have, you know, yeah. like taken it easy peasy. Anyways, uh, he misses. The helicopter gets blown up. He throws Holly off the thing, and then he finally dies. And she's like, "No pudding." I don't even know how she survived that fall, to be honest, man. Um, hey, I don't know, but I liked how she immediately somersaults and runs afterwards. I'm like, damn, yeah, this is, that was that was cool. That was, that cool. That's legs for days. She was legs she was up in pure gym. She was in fitness first. Oh, for real. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Margot Robbie in a bit because I just uh, anyways um, they're going heavy. Can I say I really like the concept of Joker crashing with a helicopter and surviving because that's a reference to a lot of things like. What, 9-11? No, what? Kidding. No, I'm dude, I'm kidding, what? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, at least in the animated series, there is... Uh, I love this part so much, where Joker's in a helicopter, and there's uh, Harley Quinn and Batman. Harley Quinn um, jumps out, and Batman sees the plane is crashing, so he jumps out and catches Harley Quinn, and then he uses his gadgets to like basically glide off, and then Joker doesn't jump out, and then it blows up and the Harley Quinn is like pudding and then Batman is like at this point it probably is holy shit the man just died that is not a cool Batman it was so funny I was like wow this is why the Batman Raider series is so good so uh, they need to do that meme where like the glasses flow and then you've got the weed in as well Legit is so good. Um, and 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 also there's another series where uh, I think it's actually in the Suicide Squad version as well, in the animated series where same thing happened. Helicopter falls and um, Joker supposedly is in a helicopter and he does the laugh and then blows up. But then later you find out Joker's alive. I uh, it's a very good concept and the fact that in the comics they say there are three Jokers, it's a good m- montage to that as well. Okay, cool. Nice, uh, nice tidbit. So they're flying away. Uh, helicopter gets blown up again. <laughs> oh, no, not blown up. Uh, they're flying away, but then they try to his brother grabs the helicopter down. Harley Quinn is waiting, and then she's wiping away her tears. I think Amanda Waller gets kidnapped or some shit, right? Yeah. Um, the, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, she goes, "Hey, I missed you guys." And then, like, you know, they're like, "Welcome to the to the team." And Will Smith picks her up off the the car. And I'm like, "Yeah, we'll get it, dude." Captain Boomerang goes, "Hey, craziness," and passes her the bat. We missed you. And then you feel I at least felt like a little bit of camaraderie here. Like mm-hmm. as much as I want to give this as I want to give this movie, mm-hmm. I felt it a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And then retrieve her heart. And then like, so sorry, Enchantress's heart is received once again. And then she speaks English. She goes, "Listen, tell me how to destroy your army." To Amanda Waller. And then she goes, do your worst, bitch. And then it just cuts, I guess. 
That felt and really then, fun though. The worst bitch. That bitch, like I, I really enjoyed that bitch. Oh damn! I guess you just like people. Just, I guess you just like, like, like that. I, I, there, like there are some people that I wish I could just say that to them. Just have that oh, on my bitch? phone. Yeah. I like, mean, we are I, right look, here. Man, you can look, just say it to us. No, right no, now, no, buddy. no, 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 no. I've I've worked as a barista as my part-time job. So there uh -huh. are so many times that people disrespect the cashiers or the managers, uh -huh. and I'm while I'm making coffee, I can see all this. Um, so For the sake of clarification, do you want to say exactly where you work so people can come? Um, and, uh... I don't work there anymore, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, like there, there were so many times that people come in and just you know people are bitch. Not, yeah, so there are so many times I just want to, I just want that bitch that like you bitch like it's just so Swag. satisfying. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, Deadshot finds a folder. He throws it in the face of Rick Flag thing, and it's like a top secret folder. I don't know why he'd ever label a folder top secret, but here we are. <laughs> and it's Tells more Flag telling, to less showing again. Again, yeah, and it's just weird, like, oh, you do, I don't, whatever. Uh, he goes, look, you can just come right now. I'm going to go have a drink, you know? And then Rick is like, I need your help. I'm a, and like, you see, like, he's a man in love, and like he's lost, and he has no idea what to do, and he needs this guy. But, like, again, uh, Harley Quinn goes inside. She's a bartender. This scene, honest to God, I feel like this upcoming scene could have been way cooler where they were drinking, and, like, they're all fucking around, and they're all talking and having deep talks and stuff. But, you know, because I feel like this could have been it. This could have been the scene where they come together, right? And it's yeah. meant to be that, right? I, I, um, I, I agree. It's just that I thought it was really cool, but I want it to be doper. It could have been it. It genuinely like, could have been it. Much more deeper than what it was. And they, like, bring their shot glasses up and they're like, here's to Honor Among Thieves. And then Katana walks away and she's like, no thief. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's like, don't forget, we're the bad guys. And they all share their inner secrets. El Diablo freaks out, I guess. I can't remember what he says. Like, he just freaks out and you have like bad acting. He was like, You don't kill no women uh, or children. And I'm like, I mean, he's that's like, what he I said it to, uh, yeah, to, yeah. to Deadshot, right? He goes, Well, yeah, I have. And like, he explains his origins where he initially was using his abilities on the streets for power. And I'm like, Okay, cool. I can get why he cast a Mexican or like a, a Latin person for this. Because if you are going to have diverse casting, at least relate it to something that is prevalent with the. Uh, not to say that, you know, like, it's, oh, I, I don't know why every time you have a Mexican on screen, it has to be gang-related. But if he is in jail, and if he is in Suicide Squad, it would have to be on some level to that origin. Otherwise, I feel like you're not, you're just ignoring yeah. a basic fact of life, right? Like, if I'm in jail, and I'm black, I would assume there's some association with gangs. If anything, I'd, I'd have to, like, that's my first initiation. It might not have been, but anyways. I mean, nowadays, um, it's not anymore. <laughs> Right, and see, he's thinking real small here, like, you know, using the streets for powers. This guy could rule fucking Mexico if he wanted to with flame powers. He could rule the fucking world. And, you know, his wife was annoyed at him for doing these jobs. And I'm like, well, surely, surely you knew what you were getting into when you were dating this man and marrying him and having kids. Like, where do you think he got his money from and his street cred from? Of course, no, he but was doing the, the thing, the, the problem with the wife was, like, don't bring it to the house. Like, you can do it. Right, but, like, it's fine, but you, just don't bring it to the house. But he wasn't bringing anything to the, he was just bringing money. And, like, he had, where's he going to keep his guns and shit, you know? In a safe house. It's just, I don't know, it just feels like if if you're in that line of work, I don't understand why you'd ever be like, don't bring a gun into, I know you kill, but don't bring a gun into this house, dude. I just find it highly, highly, highly unbelievable that you would have children with a dude that is covered head to toe in those kind of tattoos. And be shocked at the fact that he has like a gun in the house or something. Exactly, like that. Uh, <laughs> big time. I'm, I'm just like, like, what did you think was gonna happen? Like, what, what did you think he was about? Like, 
<laughs> like, do you think it's it might be a businessman. Like, you know yes. We don't know that. You can't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. Well, I mean, like, I'm also, all... like, do the kids have powers here? Like, do they inherit his powers? I don't know. I actually don't know. You know, that's, actually, that's, there isn't that's much one of the things. No, that's one of the things because they do briefly talk about, they don't even talk about it. They just state, like, metahumans is a thing. The yes. thing in, but the thing is, um, in DC, is like, you have, like, enhanced normal people to humans like actual heroes and stuff like that and it's all mixed in between so like there are like classifications of like powered people the same way like for example you would have enhanced heroes in marvel but you would also have like the x-men who were mutants yeah. like, a lot of people didn't know the difference between that and the whole difference is that mutants have a genetic variation while Heroes were people, right? Yeah, like they were. Yeah, they gained their powers environmentally, and that's the thing with metahumans. Like metahumans are people that I think they have like genetic yeah. variations. So metahumans are um, genetically like this, but the other ones are mostly accidental, like Flash. Um, Flash yeah, isn't okay. a meta. Um, Flash is. Flash was a dormant meta, but then the lightning strike kind of activated something. No, I thought no, I, th I thought it was all environmental because I'm under I'm under the impression that mutants is genetic and then meta is just like it's been added to you afterwards. You know, that's my that's my interpretation at least. Mm. Wait, because like uh, in the Flash yeah. TV show, even they just they, yeah. they they constantly refer to like meta humans as people who've been augmented, like at some point during like oh, the okay. war. So, so the Flash... and even in the Avengers, right? Like they they mm. refer to Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver as meta humans as opposed to like people who just have powers from the jump right yeah yeah but the thing uh, so avengers did the um scarlet witch bit kind of different because they weren't allowed to use yeah they weren't allowed to use x-men yeah i mean, yeah, that's a, I mean so yeah we know that debacle why... i'm just saying that like they call them metahumans and that as opposed to mutants right yeah but they couldn't i, know. I know but I like know. yeah I don't know. and, and also for anyways flash there are so many different types like there's one version of uh, the lightning that hit him is himself in the future. Oh, I love that version. I, I actually, I, <laughs> I mean, really like that version. It's good. It's cool. Thing. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, there are different versions of his yeah. origin as well. Okay, and so like he he has an argument with his wife, Diablo, that is, and like he accidentally kills his family, and then like it shows like a nice animation of like a lady dancing in the flames, mm -hmm. uh, that dies, and he goes, look, people like us, we don't get no more. And then the Harley Quinn looks at him and says, listen, buddy. You're amazing. On the outside, no, sorry, no, no. She, she goes, people like us don't get ugly. I mean, gosh darn it, I'm messing this up. Yeah. People like us don't get normal. And then Captain Boomerang says, hey, listen here, lady, you're amazing on the outside, but inside you're ugly. And Harley Quinn says, we all, we all are, are. Yeah. except cr you, Croc. You're just ugly. And then he says, nah, shawty, I'm beautiful. And then she's like, yeah, you are. I don't know why. I, this see, yeah, I don't know why, but that's, that scene really makes me feel weird. Like, it's cringy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> dumb. It's not even funny, but I laughed at how dumb it was. I genuinely laughed at how dumb it was because they were trying to make me laugh. Yeah. And I was like, God fucking damn, this is dumb. Why is this it, in this film? It, it's funny because it's not funny. Yes, big time. Yeah. And also, it, really... I really dislike how Killer Croc, uh, Killer Croc talks. Yes, I agree. It's as if like he has something in his mouth and that he can't really speak really well. And it's just yeah, like... it, I, I guess he's meant to be the Drax, but like not really. I don't know. Like he, he's yeah. very 
she's just dumb. Anyways, Rick comes in, sits down, he bests his heart out, and then he destroys the device and says, "Look, you guys are free to go." And then Captain Boomerang just runs out the like straight away again. Boomerang. Chef's kiss. You're actually kind of yeah. you're funny, dude. Uh, Flag gives Deadshot the letters that his daughters wrote every day, apparently. And then Will's acting just gets. It, it, it initially was good. Now it's fucking golden at this point. You see him holding back tears. And he's like, listen, you had these the whole time. The music is playing. And then he's mad. And he says, listen here, I'm going to get you there. And you're going to end this. And my daughter is going to know her daddy isn't a piece of shit. I was like, oh my lord. Will Smith, you're, you're actually hard carrying this movie. And then Hart says, yeah, I'll come. And th- this is meant to be the epic walk scene. And like, it really doesn't feel earned. Really? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was cool. Me, it not earned, but cool. No, no, yeah, no again, it's it, an epic walk scene. It, just, it doesn't feel earned. Yeah, it doesn't feel earned at all. And also, just a quick question. Even though Will Smith's acting was like really great and amazing, but why was Rick Flagg just carrying around a bunch of his daughter's letters? That like, is very that true. Yeah. Like, not even just carrying a bunch of letters. Like, had Rick Flagg died halfway through, like, when was he going to show him this? When the mission yeah. wasn't done? No, with, at what point of the mission would that have been, like, a helpful thing? Like, imagine none of, like, the, the F-ups happen and stuff like that. Yeah. Is Rick Flagg at the end supposed to go, hey, by the way, here's, a, here's the letters. Here's <laughs> the cool. letters. Yeah. Like, what's he Cause uh, this is just gonna piss. This is just gonna piss you off, no? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this too. The so where he had the epic soundtrack with Will was I want to call him Will because fuck calling him Floyd. Uh, he was shooting the faceless yeah, bad guys. Yeah, the car. Yeah. The music here also gets me. Where like you know mm. the music and they're all walking together so much, and then Will's just like Will's acting is just on fucking point. I don't know. Yeah. It gets me a little bit. This scene. It doesn't feel earned. But I'm just I'm welling up because the soundtrack is there and you have like Will Smith there and he's just he's just he's just fucking solid. Okay. <laughs> Next scene, Captain Boomerang has a camera boomerang apparently. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this works because if you throw a boomerang, this bitch is spinning. So I don't know unless you have the camera on like. Yeah, a, what a I don't scope. understand is that what is he watching the boomerang? Watching on? it on a Samsung phone apparently. Yeah. So you if know? you have a phone, why didn't you just call for your friends or something like? You have oh, a phone, man. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I, I, I just, this movie is... <laughs> oh, I'm about to pick my laptop screen. Uh, and so, like, they see what's happening. They're like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Like, there's all this shit happening there. And then, like, you know, they, they break it. Like, the uh, Enchantress's mm-hmm. brother breaks it, I guess. Yeah. Does anyone have a name for Enchantress's brother, by the way? Enchantress's oh, brother? Yeah, I don't know what to call him. I feel I like he's no based on something. Let me just, I mean, let me just quickly check, I guess. Right, Apparently his right. name is Incubus. Oh, that's, that's it. That was his name, Incubus. Is that actually Incubus? What, what, what is Incubus? Uh, yeah, Incubus. What is, yeah. what is that about? Is that like an old Mexican kind of thing? Incubus? Incubus oh, yeah, I think entered this Cubus. world in 4357 BCE, more than a millennia prior to the War of the Gods due to their incredible power. Incubus and his sister Enchantress would be worshipped as gods by Asian humans of the pre-Columbian Latin America, um, but would ultimately be betrayed by their Inca subjects and be somehow defeated and sealed away into containers, which in turn were placed inside a tomb of um, Tres or Suscaria, whatever, of thousands of years. Um, his sister Enchantress having possessed the body of, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, how he was brought back. 
how is the? Oh, you've gone really now? quiet, by the way, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just that there's a much about him. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, okay. Anyhow, you know, uh, they see what they have to deal with. Something about using the underwater tunnels to get to Enchantress. I can't remember what it was. And they don't somehow decide to say, hey, Killer Croc, can you lead the fray here? But instead, he has to lead the fray, and he looks at uh, Clint Eastwood's son, mm-hmm. uh, and is like, yeah, I'm leading this, motherfuckers. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I don't know what the fuck Clint Eastwood's son did for the rest of this film. Scott Eastwood, sorry, buddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you were doing in this film. No, like, okay. can I just... I have to... yeah, oh, go on. Yeah. No, no, you go, you go. Okay, you go. so I have, a, I, I have a theory. I know it's not true, but I really want it to be true. I want Scott Eastwood to be Nightwing, and um, he should be a good Nightwing. The 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 concept is that when the Joker supposedly killed Nightwing, he faked his own death so he can go undercover to find out where the Black Side is because he knew uh, because Batman knew something like this was going to happen. So therefore, when he died, he just said like, "Okay, st- uh, like pretend you're dead, even though you're not really dead." And go and and join the army as you know your second identity, and which is why at the end when he activates the bomb, we see him for a moment and he disappears. So that that would be a good point for him to return to Batman because he died as his second, he he faked mm. his own death uh, as, as his second oh, identity. But he faked his own death in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that, I mean, he I, does. I think, he... So he does look the part, you know. Yeah, and I, th- I think he would be a really good Nightwing, but um. But we're not getting that, are we? Yeah, we're not. Th- obviously, this is not the story, and I I'll wish it a pop up coming from Victor right now about how Scott Eastwood was wasted in this film. I yeah, agree. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, because yeah. he just died. <laughs> he, he, yeah. I, he activated the thing. He died, and it's like I remember reading that. Oh, like this was after the movie. I said, "So who did Scott Eastwood play in this film?" <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, it, and it turns out he just played a military guy called Q. Yeah, yeah it just—it feels like a like a like because he's more used in Fast and Furious, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like it I feels mean, like something Nightwing would do. I just want this to be Nightwing. Sorry. Okay. You never know. You never know. I mean, you do know, but I guess you never know. It would have been so, so cool. Like, just think about it. Joker uh, thinks he's that... winning because he killed. Like, sorry, I'm rambling on this. Yeah, go on, go ahead. Right. Okay, don't worry, buddy. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> We just, we just have a movie together. Anyways, you know, uh, Katana's crying to her sword, saying she'll be reunited with her husband. And then, like, Rick pumps out some more exposition about the sword. Like, yeah, her husband is also trapped in that sword. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, like, they're all walking. And then I don't know why, like, I read this down as I, I was watching it. I said, is there a counter for how often I stared at Margot Robbie's butt? Because there's a lot of booty shots in this film. Uh, a lot of it is unnecessary, but hey, here we are. Um, Rick opens up to Deadshot again, being like, "Look, um, I don't, I didn't believe in love until I saw June." Deadshot says, "Look, do what you gotta do." Deadshot asks if Diablo is ready to fight. Wait, uh, hold on, hold on. Fight. can I just say something? You know the bit where Rick is talking about love. He says, yeah. "Oh, I thought love was like UFOs," and I was thinking, like, you, you saw UFOs with Superman. For fight. real? Yeah. So you know that's real. So that's a terrible example. Like, it's a horrible. <laughs> yeah, like this. This world is. The, ah, my head hurts every time I think about how dumb. Ah! Sorry, yeah, losing my mind. Ahead. I have I, that is a good point, and I already knew this movie was dumb, but you just you, you gave me another point to just tilt the hell out of me. Anyways, uh, he goes, look, Deadshot says, look, Diablo, bro, are you ready to fight? And then Diablo says, what if I lose control? And then Will Smith says, 
then we might have a chance. Enchantress is doing some crazy dancing stuff in the light. This looks oh, weird. Yeah. I, I kind of laughed when I watched this the first time. It's meant to be kind of like Enchantress. In, I don't know, dude. Uh, she sees them all. She's doing this weird dancing, talking about how she knows what they want. And then she makes them see his vision of all the things that they want. And it has like a, a vision of Deadshot killing Batman. Because apparently that's what he wants. And not his daughter, uh, Harley Quinn with her kids and uh, Joker cleaned up. Rick and June waking up saying, hey, this thing has that been a nightmare. So badly done, by the way. I think this whole thing was just dumb. Like, uh, what am I meant to feel here? There was Dude. no point for the hallucination part. Oh. Just take it, it out. Was... It, it was so... Oh my lord, it was so stupid because not one of them hinted that this was a life that they wanted to live prior. Yeah. Like, and now all of a sudden they have dreams of being normal. None of them have dreams of being normal. Well, Except Rick Flags one made sense. You are 100% Rick... right in, in the, for the rest of them being like, having, like, yeah, this shit is dumb. It's, yeah. it's just straight stupidity. I 100% yeah. agree with your pop off here. Deadshot Killing Batman. I, they made a whole emphasis on him being like, oh, I want to see my daughter. Oh, I want to live with my daughter. What's exactly. his dream? He kills a rando, dude. Exactly. It's like, what the hell? But, like, what? there's a theory that they saw what the Enchantress thought they want, not what they actually want. Mm. I, okay, I don't know how, okay. how would she know that, though? Yeah, she did. Okay, so, so think like, about it wrong. like this. Think about it like this. Your memory is like a bag of sand, right? And she can poke it in to see how much she can grab. On the first grab, she thought Will Smith wants to kill Batman because of the, his memory with his daughter. But on the second grab, he realized, oh, it's not about the Batman, it's about the daughter. Which is the bit where he's about to shoot, it's the daughter that pops up, not Batman. That would be funny though, Batman just there like, don't do this. Like, that would be hilarious. And then he's trying to kill his daughter. Oh, he's crying like, don't do this, daddy. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Her oh, daughter God. is Batman. That would be hilarious. Right, sorry, yeah, but, yeah. It's dumb. And then, like, Diablo and his family are together, and, like, his wife is like, hey, uh, you know, let's uh, let's kick it once the kids are asleep. And then he gets out of the vision first. He's like, this is all fake. But, like, he's acting, again, super dog shit. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Dude. And I don't know what, why, why did he, okay. <laughs> You hyped up, okay, if you're gonna include, okay, I need to just say, <laughs> if you had all these visions the whole time in the movie, right, yeah. and you hyped up this pink unicorn being a fetish of Captain Boomerang, yeah. I don't understand, if you want to make me laugh, right, if you want to make the audience laugh, have a sequence, <laughs> not of Captain Boomerang fucking this pink unicorn, but just a big old pink unicorn and Captain Boomerang hugging it. If you're gonna have all these ridiculous hallucinations anyway, Captain Boomerang didn't get shit, at least I don't think he did. You know? That would have been so good. Just have him naked in a room full of like pink unicorns, you know? Just cover his junk. I don't know. Because he had the word fetish in this movie anyway. And yeah. I had a bunch of booty jaws and like, you're, you're not, you're clearly not worried about it. this being shown to kids. You know? <laughs> that would be so good. You wasted the whole budget on like an eating scene and, and, and some steak only for her to talk to the Pentagon when you could just save that budget and have a bunch of pink unicorns. I, I, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and um, uh, they snap out. Well, they snap out because of fucking Diablo's bad acting. Because honestly, that would have made me snap out. And then you know, Will Smith. I think Will Smith says, "Lady, you are evil." I cracked up. I, that was just yeah. some great delivery right there. Um, the brother comes up. Rick starts shooting him. And I'm, I'm like, "Why? Why are you shooting this big metallic creature? Like, do you think your bullets are gonna work?" Rick's like, "Why are you here? It's, you don't need to be here anymore. You're only here for June. Just watch these guys do their job, you idiot." And like, it looks like a Dark Souls boss. 
and like <laughs> they all start fighting and then you know Diablo is like let me show you what I really am and then he becomes this big flamey creature uh, he becomes Diablo right I guess yeah true, I, true know, I, I, I will not lie I did like that part yeah like him just like coming out and like I don't I don't know why because again we spoke about this even before recording I don't know much about Latin culture or Latinos because I haven't really met that many in my life but from what I've seen on TV, when he shouts, hey, like, I felt, <laughs> it's going to sound so, so stupid, but I felt very Latino. <laughs> you felt the fuego, the fire. So, yeah, I felt the fuego from his shout. And, like, he's going, like, oh, go, go, like, come here, say, and everything. I was like, oh, snap, we got oh, some God. Aztec in here. I mean, it was it was the only way because I was like, "There's no way they can even to fight enchantress." I don't know how you're gonna do that. How are you gonna fight this big ass dude? Oh, okay, cool. You have right. you have the literal like fire beast here. You know, yeah. I I didn't care for it too much. I was just like, "Okay, cool. At least it makes sense why they can possibly win this fight, right?" I didn't get how he lost his powers though. He didn't lose them. He just was he was just containing them the whole time. He just yeah, didn't it was just them. like kind of worn out over time. He was he was nerfing himself, I think, the whole time. You're talking about Diablo, right? Yeah. But at yeah, the end, he lost power. Like his powers just went away. I think, I think, oh. I think it's like a limit thing. Like you know when you watch anime and they're yeah. like, oh, I can only keep up this form for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. the way I saw it. His abilities on cooldown. You know he needs some cooldown reduction. It's right. it's you know it's the rigmarole. So yeah, they destroy the brother. TLDR, her spell is complete, and then she wants to rule the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big beam of blue light flying into the sky, and it's like, whoa, I haven't seen this before. And then she destroys space satellites, and I'm like, wait, where's it just? Where's Wonder Woman? You know, where's Batman? True, true. You know, the Flash yeah. exists in this world. He already does exist, maybe with or without the suit. And even if this shit turns out fine, how does the Flash not know that he he wasn't there to say? I don't, I don't know, dude. Even present day Flash without the suit could have been there you know yeah. and been like ah oh, shit like uh fuck dude what do i do how do i help out i don't know and then amanda waller's information so like there, there's like a secret facility that's being destroyed and then he's like how does how does he the guy from stranger things is like how how does she know to target this it's a secret facility and then you see like amanda waller's like like tentacle porn ear thingy happening yeah. and that's where the information is being taken out and then enchantress goes around and fucks with them one by one like just murking them left and right and then you get like another like shot of harley quinn's ass for whatever reason and then like how are these mortal weapons doing anything to her i don't know why is a baseball bat and like a gun doing anything to her and why is she fighting them when she can just yeah. teleport and do all these amazing she can teleport bring a nuke put drop the nuke leave wait until the explosion is gone and come back i don't know dude it doesn't even have to be a new. It can be just a normal grenade, like just teleport yeah. a grenade and then just leave. I mean, even earlier on, we saw the non-consenting kisses to make them into like aliens. Why does he just teleport right in front of them, give them a big going, make them into like faceless <laughs> aliens? You know. Exactly, but plot armor. Plot armor, and this is this is just dumb. And then she said, "Look, you guys, you know, look, you guys have proven to me that you guys are like worthy. You Suicide Squad." You bunch of cretins, you guys are worthy of my of my allegiance. Join me or die. And then Holly's like, hey, maybe we should join her. And then, you know, uh, someone's laughing at uh, Deadshot says, she's trying to take over the world. And then Holly's like, so what's the world done for us anyway? I like what you're selling. One maybe. teeny problem. You mess with my friends. And uh, I don't know why she thinks that these are her friends all of a sudden. She slices out, she slices out the enchantress, takes out her heart. Um, throws the heart, you know, Croc throws a bomb at the heart in slow motion, 
and like at Will Smith, all he has to do, heart. so yeah, the heart, uh, sorry, at the bottom, yeah, and this is meant to detonate and explode the heart, and like, it's all done in slow-mo, and then you no, see, no, 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 you no, thought, no. it's supposed to explode the weapon, not the heart, why are you so fixated on the heart? No, like, isn't, so, <laughs> the bomb is meant to be exploded, and the explosion is meant to destroy the heart, right? No, the explosion is supposed to stop the weapon from destroying the world. Oh yeah, yeah. So they throw the explosion. Yeah. No, they heart... throw the explosion into the blue the... light of death. Into that blue thing, orb thing. That oh, blue orb thing yeah. is the. Why am I obsessed with the heart then? Yeah. I don't know. Oh wait, the heart later on. Yeah. Dude, I'm sorry. This movie destroyed my mental, dude. I became as dumb as this movie. Okay. This is that's what's happened. Okay. You watch this Enough movie. Heart... Your intelligence is reduced Look, by two. I said this to you yesterday. When you're attracted to someone, you lose all function in your. Like, when you lose enough function in your prefrontal cortex, you become dumber, and that's what Harley Quinn's asked it to me in this movie. Okay. And so, anyway, yeah, they blow up the thing, and like, yeah, so they blow up the thing, but like, it's happening in slow motion. And then you thought Martha was bad. You thought they're gonna get Martha. And then you see like the slow motion of like, why, why is Martha? Who do you know who Martha is? You get, no, daddy. Don't do it, daddy. <laughs> and then Deadshot's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're right. Uh, you're right. You're spot on. Oh I, I, I really don't. I, I need to have a consensus as to which one is dumber. I, I want to say this is dumber. <laughs> this, this, for me, this is dumber because, like, why? Like, why? why? That's a struggle. Why? Why was there a struggle for him to save the world? I, f I think this is dumber just because, like, <laughs> he looks down, he listens to what she says, he screams, he looks up, and then shoots, and all that happens while the 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 thinking magic is being thrown to the blue orb thing, and I'm like, that the timing for that just doesn't make sense. Ha what? Like by now? Uh, I mean, okay, so. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, the only thing I can argue is timing is, like, well, apparently your dream is, like, only two seconds long, and you'd be going on, like, whole-ass, like, fucking, uh, you know, missions and, like, but adventures he, in your dreams, he right? He looks down, and then he looks up for, like, a, like, he literally mo And that's another thing. Why are you moving your head down? Just move your eye rolls down. It's, like, it's, it's a vision. Like, this is happening in front of you. Like, you know, it's a hallucination. I, I don't... I don't know. I just... You know what? You know what would have made it better. Yeah. For me is if um enchantress the division of his daughter where he was going to shoot. Right to try and yeah. stop him, right? Yeah, yeah, like so. Yeah, so it's like if you shoot, you're gonna shoot your daughter because yeah, the whole point that would have been like, oh, he's hesitating because he doesn't want to kill the only thing he loves. This yeah. is like, no, don't kill the blue light because it's apparently the same situation as killing Batman. It's I like, know. huh? You know, you know it, 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 she was thinking that Deadshot was like a simp for his daughter. You know, you know who did the hallucination, right? Um, in Spider-Man: Homecoming, no, Far From Home, Sinestro, when he did oh. that, yeah. hallucination yes. done right. Like, yes. he, like he, at one point, Peter was like. I know this is not real, and then Sinister was like, yeah, but can you hold yourself? And then he lets go of MJ, and he still jumps, even though he knows it's not real. And, mm -hmm. like, I mean, I was even thinking, like, fucking uh, in Age of Ultron, in the beginning when Tony Stark sees the hallucinations, right? Yeah, but th oh, those are yeah. dream sequences, they're not hallucinations. No, that wasn't a dream, he was wide awake for that. It was a hallucination, 
<laughs> yeah, no, that was yeah, a week so... as well. Like uh, he was walking. Uh, I, I do, I do see what you're saying though. Like even in where Spider, where, where so not Spidey. What's his face name? Peter knew, yeah. like, hey, this is fake, but like he couldn't help himself. Yeah, right? exactly. Like instead of doing something like that, which makes me just find it out, they were just like, look, I'm by your feet. I was hiding you. Don't we the shoot. audience, <laughs> we know that Enchantress can teleport everywhere. And yeah. so there, there's a universe out there where she faked a TP, a teleport, to get the daughter. And we wouldn't know, us as the audience, if this was a real, if this was, if this was the real daughter or not, you know? Yeah. So that we could have been like, been holy fuck, he's going to shoot his daughter. That would have been big. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. he takes a shot, the big beam fucking thing that was, I don't know what the fuck the plan was with this shit. It, it stops. And then like, Enchantress is like, you know, Dunzo. And then like Rick hugs Deadshot, and then without like they don't even know if by the way Enchantress is dead, she's just on the floor. Yeah. And then Katana's about to like slice and dice Enchantress. Rick is like, look, please just bring back June. And she goes, no, uh, I will take this body forever or some shit. And then he says, I'll crush the heart. And then she says, you don't have the balls. And I'm like, wait, why is an ancient creature saying you don't have the balls? <laughs> That's like, what day. That was a bit funny, right? It's just like. Cause she she might as well have just gone. You don't have the cojones or something. Yeah, like, for real, like, like that. So, for... No, but like, okay. So here's the thing. Even after that, the way he broke the heart, it was so undramatic. It was like, yeah. come on, at least stab it or or, or was, yeah, yeah. Like have have, have some kind of like ah ah, but he yeah. just crushes it like like a whip, like an onion, you know? <laughs> Not even onion, like um. <laughs> <laughs> like like as if you have um flour like like dried flour and, and you're like squishing it to make powder for your cooking like I, it didn't feel like, like it, it was like a beat you know yeah. like, oh, it happened, you know? It, it's yeah. as if like he's like he's being a chef he's cooking something he's like and he like crushes the heart and then you know he's obviously sad and then they start to walk away without even for, for, for whatever fucking reason checking for a pulse and you know killer croc is like if you all don't mind I'm a piece out, and then everyone's good to go. But then before that happens, fucking June alive. breaks out of this like weird cocoon, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm alive! And then they kiss, and I'm like, well, look, I don't care how much I love my girlfriend and or wife, I'm not kissing her after she was a, like a demon <laughs> and made out with a bunch of people to make them into aliens. Yeah. And then like her body was, uh, like, that's not my first <laughs> thing on the list. I had to get her tested, yeah. take her to the city, <laughs> make sure. It, it, like the enchanted spirits that's still in her, make sure she's a functional. I'm not kidding, Hammy. I'm, I'm serious, dude. Like, I have to make sure that everything, like, her vitals are fine, you know? Am I still hallucinating? That's not the concept of movies, though. Like, I just, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Alright. Tony Stark wouldn't kiss Pepper if she became enchanted. Is all I'm gonna I say. I mean, okay? Tony Stark did kiss Pepper when she turned into that meta thing. Yeah, but she was enough. hot. Literally, literally, she was hot. Literally, yeah. And he like... was scared, to be honest. Though at first he was scared when she yeah. was like, did she like do some kind of angry face or something like that? He was like, this, "What, you mad at me or something?" Like he, he kind of like stepped back. He was like, yeah, "What the hell?" And I think being, uh, you know, an entropy, an entropy-based creature mm-hmm. is less abstract than a weird, like alien spiritual, <laughs> not so alien, but like a spiritual, fucking goddess kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I, I digress. Anyways, uh, you know, like where, uh, so this is it's leading up to what's about to happen, and and it will be very fast. But like, how when you're like watching a movie or like you're playing the game, and like you feel like you beat the boss, 
and then like this fucker shows up out of nowhere and the, the boss music keeps playing and like what the where'd this fucker come from right yeah. you get down here with the magic wall where she's like ah 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 you're not gonna leave just yet I still have the phone and I'm gonna blow you all up and I'm like where'd this bitch come from she was here this whole fucking time with the inning tentacle born like I don't can, can I can I just ask why didn't Harley Quinn just left she could yeah. have she could have just Wait, walked away. She actually said the trip off her head. Yeah. And Rick Flag like clearly has no allegiance yeah. to her anymore either. Yeah, you know? exactly. Nobody yeah. has any allegiance to her anyway. So She's on her own, they just shoot the the phone. I don't know why they thought like and the military isn't around. Mm. And like she goes, Listen, how about this? You all get ten years off your sentences and one request. And I'm like, I just I don't this is dumb. Anyways, they say, Why are you requests? And then uh, Killer Croc says B E T and like it just cuts and then like they all just ha- like doing a bunch of dumb shit like Deadshot is doing homework with his door or something like trigonometry or something yeah. and like she's like oh so it's like if you are on a building and the man is over there and like you take the shot that's the hypotenuse huh and he's like yeah babe that's the hypotenuse and like it's just dumb I don't know I felt that was there's so many forced forced lines on this line. it could have been a good joke I just it, it just was not it's like, the, like the, 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 the rest was of definitely... the movie was just so stupid that it just yeah. made this part stupid not that this part was stupid well this part could have been good I think yeah. like in any other film like any other ending it would have been fine they just didn't the delivery wasn't there I guess I guess also because the doors are just a dumb fuck dude I don't know um <laughs> Uh, Rick stops the guys with trains coming in. I I like I like the established, it, it, even though it doesn't feel completely end. Mm-hmm. The performances of um, you know uh, Rick Flag and Will Smith. Yeah, I kind of feel like they have an understanding. You know, initially yeah. the tension wasn't there, but like I feel like it's uh, se- semi earned for me at least. Even though mm-hmm. the writing yeah. shouldn't have warranted that. Uh, it's mainly the performances. Queen music plays in the background as you know the rest of the squad. Yeah, you see the espresso machine. BET. The rest of the squad is enjoying, you know, prison life, and then the movie ends with Joker breaking Harley Quinn out, mm-hmm. and uh, that's about it for Suicide Squad. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. uh, there's one more bit. What happens? A uh, mid-credit scene where Bruce Wayne has a dinner with Amanda Waller. Uh, oh really? Oh, I, I, see, like, this movie got like okay. I saw this initially when it came out, obviously. But, like <laughs> I was just so fucking done with this movie uh, when I watched it the second time yeah. that I completely just skipped the scene so what was it again? so Bruce Wayne is having a dinner pretty much in the same restaurant that Amanda Waller was at the beginning Amanda Waller is saying something alongside of like oh this event there are other, um, some people might ask questions that if they get answered my head like would be taken out or whatever like he she wanted to keep whatever about Suicide Squad happen a secret and Bruce Wayne was um, exact quote was considered under my protection and um, just make uh. sure you deliver and then she's like I don't know why you want this but here it is and then she gives a list of all the super powered people so Aquaman yeah, so Flash um, yeah. yeah and then he um, picks it up thanks it about to leave and Amanda Waller goes like you should get some sleep you should stop doing your night shift and Batman is like, you should stop doing what you're doing. Me and my friends were gonna take care of it. Oh, okay, this is just a dumb tease, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Dumb tease tease just just but the thing is, Amanda Waller is known to go head to head against Justice League. Why are they so cozy with each other? Like chum chummy, yeah. You know? Like yeah, the whole point of the relationship between Amanda Waller and Batman is that Amanda Waller can't figure out who Batman is, and mm-hmm. and the the whole. Thing is that even though Amanda Waller doesn't show it, 
she is terrified of Batman. Like, mm-hmm. She knows what Batman is capable of. And for the longest time, she despises him and then eventually comes around to realize that, oh, we're fat Batman. We are fucked. We need more Batman, which kind of leads to the Batman Beyond story, um, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I just I just don't like the relationship between Amanda Waller. It shouldn't have one. been this, yeah, big yeah. time. They they definitely did fuck up in a lot of ways. So uh, there's a few things we can do here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just list them out. Uh, we have what do you think of the movie? Or we could just talk about how. So Hammy, I believe you mm-hmm. know what David A's original cut of this movie was going to be right i mean the way you said that is as if like david ayers is my best buddy i just called david and not even david. well you were there <laughs> like for the dave, scenes, i right? called dave and um he told me yeah. some stuff and i thought sure, right? yeah. yeah yeah exactly no um, wait but did you meet him no i'm just kidding oh what you had a zoom call with him just before this podcast actually. yeah yeah exactly uh <laughs> no it's just like the way he said that um so here's the thing um, before um, Suicide Squad was released, Warren Brothers came in and completely edited the movie differently because the way um, BVS and uh, BVS was received was poorly, and the way the tone of Suicide Squad was was um, compatible with Zack Snyder vision. It was much more grounded, much more. I guess uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for regardless uh, it, it was very different than what we got and they didn't even okay it with David Ayers they just they just released it they went to uh, marketing team straight away and they didn't even allow him to uh, like correct the edit that they did they just went with their edit that Warren Brothers wanted to do uh, which kind of mm-hmm. why David Ayers was super pissed when the movie was released um, even though, like, look, I love David Ayers. He's done some really good movies, like Furry and other things. But he did one thing that was wrong of him, and I think he should probably. Um, I I think he 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 apologized for it. But on the premiere of just uh, Suicide Squad, um, the first thing he said was "fuck Marvel," and I was oh, like, shit. yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. it's not about Wasn't Marvel. That yeah, like, was wasn't, it? didn't Jason Momoa say something like that? Yeah. No, I don't think it was Jason Momoa. I think it was David Ayer. Well, Jason Momoa had Ayer. signed something as well that said fuck think, Marvel. Yeah, I think, like, it, it was probably... I think Jason Momoa did it as a running joke, but, like, I know David Ayer did it, but I yeah. thought David Ayer did it as a joke, like, because he's friends Yeah, he with... did it as a joke, but... I, I, yeah, but it still left a bad taste in my brain. Anyway, um, his vision was... You're just a fanboy, buddy. <laughs> Going back to the origin topic, um, David Ayer's vision. Um, the Joker. So a lot of different cuts were shown to different test audience, anyways, which is why the movie didn't. Anyway, um, Joker helicopter when he crashes, um, Joker actually gets his face burned a little, and uh, which is what oh. we see in the trailer. And he was meant to make a deal with Enchantress to take Harley Quinn and become king and queen of Gotham. Uh, he tries to con- convince Harley Quinn to leave the Suicide Squad with him, but, uh, sorry, to leave, sorry, to leave completely because he was about to die. She refuses, and there are some other stuff that happens that we still don't know. Um, one of the things we do know, you know, the creatures, that, the eye creatures, they were meant to be parademons. And they oh. were, oh, yeah, they were meant to be the, yeah, 
and Stephen Wolf was meant to be in this movie and it was meant oh, to be controlling good. Enchantress yeah. using a mother box. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I can I can get that actually. So okay. I can get behind that because then that would have made the stuff that happens in Justice League yeah. a bit more rewarding. And the yeah, whole it yeah, it would have yeah. Yeah, and and also the, like the, the the concept the idea was that Steppenwolf tries his invention like he tries to set up his invention in this movie and gets beaten by Suicide Squad and gets kind of like fucked over and that's mm-hmm. when Darkseid decides to come in when in Justice League movie that was okay. the concept but they didn't go with that because so, BVS didn't do so well and then also nearly most of the Joker scenes were cut out he was meant okay. to be fighting Suicide Squad for control of Harley Quinn yeah. and um, they just and um, Joker was supposed to be in the third act with Enchantress but they just cut that out too. So, so okay. that's why Leto was so pissed. Yeah. Well, David Ayer did say that like a lot of the footage remains unseen. It's still on the Warner Brothers cutting board somewhere. So here's the... And it just, it's unseen, right? So here's a fun yeah. fact. There is a rumor, I don't know how much of this is true, that when the Snyder Cut for Justice League was greenlit, Suicide Cut of the Ayer's Cut was also greenlit. But okay. they are keeping that hush hush because they want to see how how successful Snyder Cut is and give it some time and then release this um, Suicide Squad. I would I would love to see the Joker because there's yeah. a lot of bad blood now between Leto and because especially with the uh, the way the Joker movie came out with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I know that movie did well. I haven't seen it yet and I and I can't wait to get to that point. Obviously, mm-hmm. eventually, that probably isn't in this review series though, is it? Because it's not EU. We can do but it like, if you want, but yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. We can make it like a special or something. Yeah. But like he was not really happy about that at all where he was like wait so uh, literally uh, a few years after my joker i did, uh, like he put so much in, like effort and thought into this like he literally went crazy mm. doing this film yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah he did the more like deranged gifts behind the scenes he tried to like practice different laughs he went to a psyche ward he shaved his eyebrows he got really fucked up he went he watched a bunch of movies he he, he went into his yeah. role right he, he researched um, gangsters Right, yeah, and like, I mean, you look at what Viola Davis did, not to roast Viola Davis, you're a phenomenal actor, but she read a book, and that's what she did to prepare for the role. Um, so you see the, the disparity, and who got more screen time? Amanda Waller, evidently. I'm not gonna lie to you, Will Smith's performance was golden, but like, Jared Leto was fucking electric for me as the Joker. Like, watching him, I was waiting for him to do the Joker thing. I really was. I really, you, you really never was. never got it, though. We just, yeah, we just never got it. That's Even why he was like, wasn't a good Joker, in my opinion. No, no, okay, yeah, okay, so I, I agree what we saw on screen, not yeah. a good Joker. What we could have gone, oh, I'm not going to lie oh. to you, I might get crucified for this, could have definitely have competed with Heath Ledger's, in my opinion. Oh, like, if, if what, potentially, was what was there, you know? The potentiality for it was there, yeah. Yeah, more than anything I've seen, like, there was a reason why all of us were excited for this film, and then the marketing mm. just, like, marketing again. The marketing team for this film phenomenal because they sold me on a movie that looked like it was way better than it was but yeah was there anything else about the original uh, air cut that you know about um there was one or like anything thing. about Jared because I know there's a lot of stuff about Jared Leto for this film I know Jared Leto like when the Joker movie was announced I heard, I don't know how much of this is true I know Jared Leto tried really hard to get it cancelled but mm-hmm. it just didn't work um, I, I, oh yeah he said like I mean he said to Warner Brothers yo don't do this shit right yeah and also he had a I think around 80% of his screen time was cut out oh god 
yeah. I, I they did him dirty big time. Like yeah. the Warner Brothers really fucked it up because I remember also the original movie. So what I was getting at with the um, you can tell what was added onto this film. Yeah. The company Trailer Park Inc. Yeah. They did worldwide like release trailer for this film, right? With the with Queen with Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Yeah. And because of the success of that trailer, because they had a bunch of like graphics and stuff, they were brought in to produce a cut of the film, and that film cut was the one that we got. So like all these extra graphics that they added and all this stuff that was cut was literally because of that company, as opposed to David A's original cut, which had like which incorporated ideas from like both the trailers and his version. I see. So like all the graphics and all the so like the scene with Will being added initially and Harley Quinn, all that stuff I'm pretty sure was just like rearranged in like you could you can see Warner Brothers they're just cowards here. like we've talked yeah, about this last week definitely. with BBS and with releasing the Snyder Cut like yeah. they definitely just like they couldn't commit and they had to just we're making we, look Marvel's doing it we're a sinking ship how do we make money and that was yeah. literally it I'll tell you one thing right mm-hmm. studio interference is one of the things in Hollywood that pisses me off with big time no edge because what the film could have been even though to be honest with the extra information that you told me, I still don't think I would have been on board with it because I, the, to me, the villain is just too large for this team. 100%. Uh, but the studio interfering and making it worse is just so... Like, David Ayer should have been at the premiere. Fuck DC, not Marvel. Yeah. True. Because they're the ones that, that like, screwed them over. And, yeah. like... This is the reason why so many people used to like. I think even till today, like, when's the last time you've seen a Josh Trank movie? Ever since what they did oh, yeah. with uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, they they just, they just kill yeah. your career, you know, big time. Because no one really trusts your vision afterwards at that point, right? Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing, because it's not Josh Trank. Like Josh Trank, I personally believe that Josh Trank's Fantastic Four would have been one of the best reinventions of super as like, well. of the superheroes ever. But the studio came in and changed it beyond recognition and I was like I don't know what the hell I'm watching like I can honestly see the cuts like yeah 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 it's that so would be weird bad or so I've heard I, I haven't seen that yet because I'm yeah. on principle you know you're not it's missing jag- much it's it's jaggedy it's so jaggedy I was stabbed in my seat it what? was so when, bad when the movie start, uh, when the movie finished I thought act one finished <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, wait, is... we're at the end of the movie? What? We, we just bad. started. Like, what? We can, we can uh, get to that one eventually as well, because I really do want to talk about that one at some point. Sure. But the reason, why, the reason why I bring that up is because when the studio interfered and everything, Josh Trank was so pissed that he went on this, like, just tirade, and he just started ragging on everything to do with Fox Studios and everything like that yeah. and then yeah. you got blackboard and you haven't really seen him in like yeah. I don't know, five he's not blacklisted in Hollywood yeah. and like yeah no one wants to exactly. work with him because yeah. when exactly. you fuck with Fox then yeah. yeah exactly and I understand David Ayer not really saying anything like too much like obviously he's he's expressed his disappointment but he hasn't like yeah. on a wall on them and you know all the power to him for keeping that strength but he has said some shit on Twitter, but still, he hasn't yeah, done but it I as don't bad think it's like fuck the foreign brothers. And I think he's smart because he did it closer to a time where people have a say. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I think ever since the whole Weinstein situation, a lot of people that work for this is this is his me too, right? Yeah, <laughs> is what you're yeah that, 
Yeah, wait, was, it, was this movie pre Me Too? I think so. I believe ah, so, yeah. Yeah, see, so pre Me Too, nobody would really say anything. But post Me Too, a lot of people that work for these companies, be it actors, be it yeah. uh, producers, be it whoever, they're, they're, they've now started having the voice to say, look, this is the way the industry is. This isn't how we want it to be. And yeah. that has led to some leeway into... You know, look at all of this diversity. Look how, like, we're not assholes, even though, to be honest, they are. But mm-hmm. so, A is smart to, like, choose that time. Kind of, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, to actually speak out, because now he has, like, a backing, he has his fans, and the studio doesn't really do much about it. But, like, pre Me Too, which was what Josh Trank did, he's gone off the face of the earth. So. I just think that studios interfering and then essentially messing up a person's vision and then leaving the blame to be on the person when this isn't their movie. I, f- I think it's just a Big real time. messed up thing. It's just Even a it's scapegoating. Money, it's, yeah, it's serious scapegoating. And I understand that it's your money, it's your... What do they call it? Investment, that's it. It's your money and it's your investment. And I understand that, but... You, you've entrusted your money to this person's vision. That means you allow them to do what they need to do because this is what they've studied. This is like right. their field. This is their craft. You, yeah. Exactly. You don't go to like, oh, you go to a house designer. You say, oh, you know, this is what I want for my house. But then you don't start telling them the type of bricks. You're right. You're and you not, don't keep buying in, you know? Yeah. Like, you're not the person. Like, let them do their job. Just. Give them your vision. Give them like this is what I want. This is these are the things that I need. These are the things that I would like. And then do your thing. And that's it. Then you let them creatively do their thing. Yeah, big time. I mean, you look at Asia Vulture, and that's a definitely that to me that feels like a Joss Whedon film, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at Ant Man, and obviously um, you know Edgar Wright did leave due to creative differences and stuff. But you do see elements of what he was trying to do, right? Like, and then you, you see the inverse, right? Where this film does well. And if this film did well and like why not, who's getting the credit? It's not David Ayer. David Ayer did fine. It's DC. DC did this movie. They made this movie. Yeah. The DCEU mm-hmm. gets all the praise and like, hey, we're back, baby. We had two bad movies and now we're doing great, you know? Yeah, no, it is fucked. Now, I want to ask, uh, so before we get to ratings. Wait, hold on. Can I and... also add something? Yeah. David Ayer version of Suicide Squad is already finished. They're just, yeah, not, yeah. They're just not releasing it. Oh, And also, when um, Snyder Cut was really, um, was greenlit he did say i can improve the suicide squad with almost next to nothing money and release it too if at&t wants it when the snyder cup was announced in hbo max i think at&t posted something on tweet saying something along of i don't remember what it was exactly but some one of the fans was like what about suicide squad and at&t uh, uh david ayer was like let's see how it goes and um, AT&T sent a Harley Quinn smiley face um, gif in, in mm-hmm. a tease that like, hey, let's see how Justice League goes and we might as well just release it. You know? That's quite, yeah. I really want to see his vision I like, because I know he's, I mean, he's, a, he, I, look, he's a very famous director. He has succeeded. And also when you watch the, the DVD extras, uh, or Blu-ray or whatever. He, uh, you can see his vision was very different to what we got. He, uh, in I, every bit, he's saying he 
his idea was to make this grounded much more realistic i didn't want it to be a joke <laughs> and like you can see that was the vision he was going even the props that he was building like the gun that you know at the beginning when deadshot is taking uh, he's taking the kill as yeah, an introduction. The hit, yeah yeah the gun that he's using on his wrist um they made that gun they made it they actually made a gun like mm -hmm. how well that's, well that's a functioning gun in real life that's a functioning gun oh, shit, wait. they made that gun because they wanted will smith to feel how it feels to shoot a gun and that then cool. obviously they didn't put a real bullet inside they they made it blank but when you, know, you like there was a clip of the first time will smith shot the bullet you can see he couldn't stop smiling like that's how <laughs> much this guy and this director cared about this and he made sure all the cast and crew are working closely to each other they well there was bond. chemistry they, yeah they had the chemistry was movie, right? real yeah even behind the scene the chemistry was legit and well, like, I remember they, they all got they, tattoos yeah. saying uh, yeah. squad yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> Marco and Robbie uh, was doing the tattoos and he misspelled the David Ayers one <laughs> when they all ran down SKWAD he spelled oh, it as SWAT SWAD or something. Yeah, yeah. something like, like that. S K W A D and I was like, oh sh that's 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 an interesting way to spell squad. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's uh you can so you can tell that the vision is very different than what we got. And it well, sucks that like warm like legit the strongest DCU villain is not Dark Side, it's not Steppenwolf, it's not Joker, it's fucking Warren Brothers. Every time Every time Warren Brothers, like, I'm so happy that AT&T bought out Warren Brothers rights, um, because every time they did something, especially Warren Brothers, like, in terms of executive decisions, they fucked up. Um, they made, uh, as much as uh, Jeff Jones makes great comics, uh, they made Jeff Jones Kevin Feige of DC for a bit and mm -hmm. it failed. It failed miserably. It got so to the bad. point that he was like, yeah, I quit. I'm going to go back to writing comics because fuck that shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he got to and now that position is completely empty. Like they don't have one visionary man who's hey, uh, actually there are three guys right here who are yes. willing. I mean me and Victor have some really good visions on DC so Oh man, I think they're stealing from me, you know. Right? DC give give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> because like um Victor wrote it, um a script about Batman and the concept of the Batman movie that's coming out it's very similar to that. Like, yeah, they're reading it. Very Facebook similar to that. Yeah. Right it's yeah. insane. I wrote this thing, I think, like two to three years ago. And then, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I think I think this is ridiculous. I think. Um, I think... All right. So what I was gonna say was, so uh, while I do think that the AI cut would be a lot better mm -hmm. than what we got, I am still unsure as to whether or not, because if we're saying, if I'm, if I'm hearing this right, like mm -hmm. uh, Dark Side. Well, um, Darkseid wasn't wasn't supposed to show up. What, well, what? like Puppet Master, right? Like you meant no, to no, get no, like no. Um, Steppenwolf was no, no, Steppenwolf was supposed to be the Puppet Master. Right, but like the whole idea of Enchantress and Joker working together, I so I I don't know what like so, I wanted the conflict to be, but basically not this. And I was gonna, so I know you're gonna <laughs> tell me what the movie is, is but like I want to ask you guys, <laughs> like quick five second pitch, not too long, okay? <laughs> what would you have this movie be about? <laughs> Because definitely not the end of the world. If it was going to be the end of the world, it's that you saved that for the third suicide. I would have, if anything. 
I would have made it so that th this concept is kind of stealing from uh, animation, but I would have made it so that Joker is trying to get. Uh, so, so this is the subplot which relates to the main plot. Um, Joker is trying to get nuclear weapon, uh, you know, trying to get his hands on a nuclear weapon, um, so that he can make a bomb out of it, uh, or or some badass bomb that makes a big ass explosion, like some weapon, right? And on the other hand, the tattoo man or whatever his name was, I forgot, like something Diablo? to do with tattoos. No, 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 not not Diablo. There's a villain which is based on tattoos in DC. Okay. Uh, not Calendar Man or something like that. He always like scars himself every time he kills a person. No, no, that's uh, Victor Sias. Um, he's in oh. the um, Birds of Prey movie. Oh. Wait, you haven't seen Birds of Prey? Oh my god. You uh, I'm, I'm going to watch it just before. Just before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like, I'm keeping myself. I haven't, since Aquaman, I haven't watched the DC movie. Oh, okay, uh, you're in for a Because I wanted to leave DC with a good taste in my mouth, and I really like Aquaman. Well, I know. They get, they, get, they get better. They get better. Yeah. Are you, sure, are you telling me Shazam like, is better than Aquaman? Yes, question mark. Shazam? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, Shazam. Okay, yeah. I, I need to see that as well. Uh, okay. Anyways, we get to those when we yeah. get to those. Yeah. So yeah. The, the the I don't, I don't remember his name, but I think it was something long growing tattoo man. Um. He, basically, what he has, uh, he has a bunch of tattoos, and he can no make way. whatever tattoos that he has into reality. Oh. Right? Okay. Yeah. So um. So every now and then he just draws tattoos on his body, so he can have that as a real thing. Kind of like how Sai works in Naruto with his drawings, but. Uh huh. Ah, the canvas yeah, yeah. is his body and tattoos. I would have have him as the main, not main miller, as the bad guy who is about to import this big ass weapon. Um, but this big ass weapon is a U.S. military secret thing that they've lost, and it's an embarrassment to U.S. military that they've lost it. And because they want to keep it a secret from press, they are sending this Suicide Squad to retrieve it and to retrieve it in the way they meet with Joker who's also trying to get it which in the way they meet with Batman who's also trying to stop it and then there's so the you would have had Batman be a more integral part yeah definitely and, and yeah. I would have yeah. it yeah, I would have it so that the conflicts instead of being between Amanda of all of us the Suicide Squad have the Suicide Squad accept their, the fact that there is a bomb in their head and they tr they keep going after the, the 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 thing they need to get, but then they come across, for example, Joker. They manage to evade him. They come across Batman. They manage to evade him, and then they get to where they need to go. And then they realize, wait, like what is this? And they're like, it's worse than what before. And then they get, and then the Batman and Joker both show up at the same time. It's big ass freeway fight, and Batman and Joker make out and have babies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I that, that that's on the spot by the way. Like I didn't I didn't think of it much. But yeah. Alright. I'm I'm wondering because Victor, I feel like you have some uh, very strong ideas as to what this movie should have been about. It uh, it's really hard to say, but I think the plot of this movie is one of those things that's dependent on the team that you pick for the Suicide Squad. So if I had to like just come up with an idea right now, I would say that first of all, Suicide Squad should be a movie that should be way later in the DCEU. It shouldn't mm -hmm. be. It shouldn't be like the fourth film in the series. This should be like maybe close to the third phase of the 
whole DCEU thing. So once the villains and, have been established, and apparently, I mean, I'm guessing the solo films or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I would have liked it if. So the whole point is that there's a secret, let's say, a secret government document or some something being held by someone somewhere, and the aim of the Suicide Squad is to retrieve this document and then bring it back to the U.S. or bring it back to Amanda Waller and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is something that the Suicide Squad doesn't really care about, but they're forced to do because of um, the chip that they have in their head. So this whole movie is about them, well, trying to complete the mission, but on the side trying to fuck each other over and mm-hmm. and get the bomb out of their head. So it's like they're, they're only working together to do this side mission to fuck over Amanda Waller. Yeah. And then there's like complications that happens, which is Batman coming in to retrieve this document. So the the mystery is why is Batman being involved and stuff like that. And then it's like, and then um, also what what Hammy says about bringing in the Joker because he just wants to f things up. Maybe he wants to get Harley Quinn back, and and it becomes like this kind of like triple threat of the Suicide Squad versus Batman versus Joker, and like everybody has their own like individual thing individual parts to play and the reason yeah. why this document we find out eventually that the reason why this document is so important is because it's the stolen plans that the Batman used to take down the Justice League oh shit okay yeah so that's the reason why Amanda Waller wants it is because, oh as oh, like the, uh, the the little like um, backups right to take down each member of the Justice League yeah so Batman created this thing that can take down the Justice League which only he had but somehow it gets stolen or it's stored somewhere and Amanda Waller wants to get those plans because if she wants to take out people like Superman, she doesn't need the suicide like the suicide squad isn't the answer to take it take them out. She just needs to know how do you take out a group of heroes like that? Because hmm. like she has the same kind of thought process as Batman. This is I think this is what um Tower of Babel or Batman Doomsday that the movie. I think that would have been cool. I I, I like the yeah. idea because then it's a smaller scale uh, issue. Yeah. I I do 100% agree where the the problem shouldn't be something like the end of the world, right? And if it, yeah. if it's gonna be the end of the world, don't make it a blue beam falling into the sky because we've seen that a million times in every yeah. apocalypse movie. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really have any ideas as to what the movie should have been about. All I know is the way I would have wanted to approach it is: you have Will Smith and you have Margot Robbie, right? Mm-hmm. These two should have just been the star of your films. Like, the movie can have the rest of the Suicide Squad, but let it be led by your two most charismatic actors on screen, you know? Uh, Like, let it be a Deadshot movie or let it be a Harley Quinn movie. It happens to be in the Suicide Squad. Like, the other characters don't need to get as much screen time. They can just accent the other members. Now, I don't know if it should have popped up. I do agree also it should have popped up later Hmm. in the DCEU. But, like, I think uh, some of it might have just been, like, DC wanting to, like, jump the gun and be like hey we need to do a villain movie because it's fun and interesting and we need to do it before Marvel do it before like as in before they manage to get their villains in a movie you know what you said right that's now it's just like I don't know like some kind of beam of light is shining my head it's because <laughs> because they did this movie as a group movie when it could have been one person's movie in it yeah and then they did 100%. Birds of Prey which was basically Harley Quinn featuring Birds about birds of prey about birds of prey um it's a it's a harley queen movie everyone thinks yeah. it's birds of prey movie it's I, not. I see it as a harley quinn movie yeah. it was always <laughs> meant to be a harley queen movie when they, so they had it, it backwards huh? it back. no, no, 
I, I don't mind it so much over there though because when I watched it, it, it looked like what I was getting on the tin, right? Where it looked like so the title was called Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. but like the um, after the, the semicolons, it was like and the uh, fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. So I I was like obviously maybe it's the behind the scenes knowledge I had yeah. of this film. Yeah. I'm walking into this thinking this is a Harley Quinn movie and this is a Hard Cronies, right? Because like the only person we do know coming into this movie is Harley Quinn. Yeah. We don't know all the other birds of prey, so Harley Quinn is going to be our point of reference. So I viewed it as a Harley Quinn movie, you know. Yeah. It's like Spider Man almost, right? Where Spider Man Homecoming happened. Mm. Spider Man is our point of reference, but it features Iron Man. You know, that's what I was viewing yeah. it as. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so um, in regards to if it was, if it should have been done later, sure, it could have been better if it was done later. But I think in in sake of in the sake of having the more opportunities in terms of a story if it was done later we have more stories that we can run by if it was done not so late if it was done when it was done um i think they've just cast too many characters like killer croc there was no point for him to be there katana as much as i loved her um there was no point for her to be there maybe boomerang because he's one of the key figures in he was funny in this and he was yeah he was one of the best features of this film maybe the the duo of the so so rick flag um deadshot harley queen boomerang and i can't think of anyone else that's worth being in this I mean, I, I do look at it like where it was done later. The only problem that would have maybe have cropped up is where these villains have showed up in their solo movies. You would have had to have at least a reference to the solo movies. Expand like it's it was the Infinity War predicament, right? Where people were like, okay, you have all these characters that have had their own solo films, multiple solo films, and they're going to be in this one film together. So many phenomenal actors. They have like billions of dollars worth of talent in this one film. And they're all expected to have their own story beats and their own lines and their own arcs to go through in about an, an hour or two hour film. Yeah. So maybe that would have been the conundrum had it been later on down the road. Maybe. Um, I don't think, I don't think Suicide Squad is a uh, movie that you need to bring in from a solo movie. No, no, but no, I'm saying, if it, no, I'm just harkening off Victor's point. Maybe that's the only issue I would have maybe have seen. Oh. Like, I do agree it should have been later on for sure. But had it been like where they each appeared in the solo films of other people, not like a Deadshot movie, but like Deadshot oh, appeared okay. in the Batman movie, right? Okay. Or yeah, like, okay. yeah. So we know so, a little bit about them before we get to Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, because he'd be like, oh, Will Smith yeah. was cool in Batman. I want, I want to see more of him. Is he going to be in Su- Oh, he is in Suicide Squad. Great. Yeah, no. Kind of thing. Maybe that's the only issue that could have popped up, but even then, to me, that's still not... Like, you have com- if you have competent enough writers, you can make it work, you know? Yeah, or at least, like, a much more grounded understanding of, like, the world being presented, because the movies that we had before was Superman, Batman vs Superman, then I think it was this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, this is the third film in the DCEU so far. Yeah, so it's just, like... But too early, yeah. Yeah, the world is such a crazy world in which Superman was introduced and died. So uh, yeah. so then the world is so crazy and you know that all these other people like Wonder Woman exists and you would think that oh they will tackle those key people before they tackle Big Suicide time. Squad. Yeah. And they so went they just... went up there not too, right? Because like again, this is Guardians of the Galaxy syndrome coming in too, right? So what yeah. Guardians did to the MCU is what this movie did in the worst possible way, right? Where you had the MCU 
and it started off as grounded, right? Relatively grounded. They're like, oh, uh, we can explain Thor through science. We can explain Captain America and Iron Man through science, Hulk is science, and then the Avengers happen. And even though it's aliens, it's still relatively pre- like believable that this would happen, right? Relatively yeah. even, right? But you yeah. come into the DC universe, and they say, no, we are gritty and we are grounded. And for the most part, you do kind of like follow a line, at least with Man of Steel, right? I'm like, okay, I'm with you. BVS, I'm still kind of with you, but then the Doomsday stuff happens. I'm like, okay, I don't believe you anymore. And then you have the Justice League showing up, and I'm like, okay, you've lost me a bit. But we're, we're, with Guardians of the Galaxy, they were like, okay, fuck that, we're in space, guys. And there's a bunch of wacky shit that's happening in space. And it was cool, and it was cool, and it was like, it was cool, and it was cool, sorry. Yeah. It was cool, it was fun, and it's an escape, right? Yeah. Suicide Squad yeah. said, hey, we understand we have Batman and Superman. How would you like a bunch of people with varying superpowers? We have El Diablo, we have Enchantress, we have Enchantress's brother, we have um, a crocodile guy, we have Harley Quinn, we have a guy like... I don't, it was a it bad seemed, villain too, though. Like, right, and it just seemed like you have all these elements brought in here now. Why yeah. was Superman so unbelievable to you? Had these, like, if all these people existed before, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, the world just wasn't... The world just wasn't built. Like, I have no idea... Because they they're so shocked at the fact that Superman's a thing. You have a Amanda Waller has the heart of a goddess, like in her briefcase or something. So I'm like, huh, huh. You'd think, yeah. you know, you would think. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we can go to ratings, I guess. So I just, sorry, just to okay, I just wanted to go. This is I'm gonna call this tiny section Victor's little rant, and Let's I know go. that we pro- probably spoken about. I think about it's the longest one so far, but it's fine. Yeah, you can. Uh, Go ahead, no, that's cool. We're, we're, we're good. So, um, I'll be as fast as I can, and just a disclaimer, I do apologize for any profanities that I do use, but <laughs> I'm just I very don't, I don't apologize for any profanities. <laughs> this movie just got me mad heated. Alright, so, first of all, wrong team for this mission. Do not bring, essentially, normal people to fight a goddess, because it makes no sense. Especially when you have people out there like the Flash and Aquaman and stuff like that, even if they don't want to work together, I'm pretty sure if it's the end of the world, they're gonna be like, "Yo, you know, I live on it, so I don't want anything to be destroyed." They'll jump True. in. But True. for some reason, a whole city block could be taken down, and not even, and Batman wouldn't even whisper, like, "Hey, what the hell's going on?" Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so, that really pissed me off. So yeah, wrong team for the job. The mission sucked. I don't think they picked necessarily the right people. As much as I like, like Slipknot punching the woman in the face, he had no reason <laughs> to be there. Captain Boomerang and those people. Actually, I love Captain Boomerang in this movie, so I take that back. Um, but there's so <laughs> many other people. Maybe Killer Croc. I don't think he needed to be there. I think Hammy, you already spoke about stuff like that. Joker, he was completely effed in this movie. I think he had a lot of potential, but they cut out so much of him that it makes it hard to defend him. I, he was, I think he was really dope, and I think he could have been shoulder to shoulder with Heath Ledger, and eventually even like Joaquin Phoenix, because he got an Oscar for his thing. But big time, yeah. Yeah, but you know, uh, I already spoke about where the heroes at. The the again, we spoke about it. The visions at the end, completely dumb because we're, we're talking about characters that the whole movie was introducing. Look how wacky, look how crazy they are. You know, these guys don't give a shit, but it turns out they do give a shit. And well, we're here as the audience wondering, well, how can we believe you when you say that they give a shit about stuff when they didn't? Harley Quinn was talking about, oh no, I hear voices in my head, blah blah blah, and all of a sudden she wants to be like married with kids and everything like that. Nah, man, 
I'm not gonna believe that. Like, she's either crazy or really intelligent. And to be honest, she should have been really intelligent. This is like a woman that I think she has a PhD in like psychology. She's a doctor. She's Doctor Harley Quinzel. Yeah. Yeah, Like, so she's she's an she's supposed to be an amazingly intelligent person. That is psychotic. But she just turned out to be psychotic, and now we have like all of these been cosplayers that. From from end to end of a stadium, you know, from end to end of a stadium, going like doing really dumb, weird voices on TikTok, talking about how crazy they are. And all I want to do is just punch them in the face like Slipknot. But uh, I, 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 I do. I, I, I Victor, you're popular, man. So well, I the fight scenes. I just, I'm almost finished. The fight scenes was really dumb. I don't know why Enchantress was. First of all, doing like that weird Shakira hip shake thing, which was kind of <laughs> creepy. It was really what? creeping me out. It's it's true, man. When she was doing that, it was creeping me the hell out. Cause I was like, I've never seen Carla Delevingne even like kind of go a whoop whoop, and now she's doing like Shakira. And but then she chose to do hand to hand combat. Why? It's dumb. For a goddess. Why? It's it's like you wouldn't see Superman do jujitsu. It makes no sense. That's not his thing. So it was just really stupid. He's popping off. This movie sold me on characters that I was thinking was going like this. The advertisement, the advertising of this movie is probably one of the most golden things to come out of this film because they, when I'm telling you, they sold me on something that I thought was going to be amazing, and then they gave me this. It's honestly like. Finding that girl that you're like, oh, she's um, she's great. She's got a little bit of crazy, but she's so like her head is screwed on straight. She's amazing, everything like that. Next thing you know, you're you're crying to your boys like one year into the relationship, and you're just like, man, this girl, she's she's pulled out knives on me, like you know she's what crazy. I mean? Like, she's crazy. <laughs> man, this movie got my heart racing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling. Pissed. I was losing wind, and then like you popped off again. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? This movie got me mad. Yeah. <laughs> Ratings alongside the DC films. So we've had BBS and we've had Man of Steel, and now yeah. we have varying opinions on ju- the two of those. Where would you rank Suicide Squad amongst the three? Amongst the three, definitely last, man. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think for the first time, I'm granted we've only had to like disagree once, I guess, but like. I do agree. I do agree. This is the worst of, and I don't think I don't see that changing. That's the thing. Oh, <laughs> I, I like. I I know there are other films that like. No, I have another are... one that's coming that's gonna be lower than this. Oh, Interesting. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I I think I know what it is, but I won't say it. But like, I I do think that this might just like um, uh, might be the worst film I've seen in a while. But yeah. Uh. Okay. So out of ten, what are you guys giving it? Oh. I really should start keeping track of these because I did say uh, I am like I, mean, I, guess... I, I am keeping a track out of this. Thank God. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So out of ten, what do you give Suicide Squad? I want to put you on the spot, Victor. You first. Oh man, that's a that's a four point five. That's me being kind, man. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, four point five. Bro. Four point five out of ten. Um, what what are the good points then? What do you got? Um, I, I would say the good points is to do with like the moments because. I am a I am a fan of like uh the way Joker you know the way the Joker was like the villain like how Heath Ledger portrayed him I'm a fan of that I'm a fan of how Viola Davis portrayed uh Amanda Waller I'm a fan of Deadshot like how Will Smith acted it's more I'm more commending the actors than I am the characters themselves mm. and like 
maybe one or two moments that occurred like that occurred during the film. But it just nothing was co- for me nothing was cohesive. So it was just like a bunch of good people in a bad production and I can't really reward the film for that. So I, I have to give it for me a five is like me saying, Okay, I can watch this without necessarily having a problem. I can't watch this movie without having a problem, so it has to have a four point five. Interesting. I'm a, I'm going before Hammy because hopefully Hammy you have a nice score because I'm just gonna pop up and be like this shit is a two out of ten, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. Like I mean I had to think about it because I wanted to give it a bit higher, but then I remembered I gave BBS a three point five. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, this is worse than BBS to me, and it's not like 0.5 worse, you know. So I'd have to give it a two, you know. So this is a two out of ten. Merit same as Victor, I guess. Like the moments do get you, and I don't know if it's more so like uh, if it's the actors and the soundtrack doing their job as opposed to like the work of the film, the written work. This movie should not have been this, if anything. And the marketing team, I'll give the marketing like a, a nine out of ten, you know. Maybe even 10. Yeah. Fuck it. Mark Sinti gets 11 out of 10 because they scammed the fuck out of me. Like, they... they, oh, man, they I, to this day, I have a bucket, right? So, like, in the theater we went to... I should have mentioned this, but, like, we bought popcorn that day. Uh, for me, my... Like, I, I went to see this with my brothers and my cousin. And I bought popcorn for all of us, right? Well, like, two two popcorn buckets. But there was something special about these buckets. They're not your run-of-the-mill paper, paper buckets, right? These are metallic buckets oh, that snap. came... They were metallic, yeah, and they had, uh, like, suicide, like, the whole thing was green. And, and it was Suicide Squad, like, it was a Suicide Squad-themed metallic popcorn bucket that came with a lid that you could take home, and it was washable, and it was, to this day, we still have it. It is prime, dude. It, it was solid shit. So, the yeah, marketing team, merchandising team, you, you, I mean, it was a pop culture phenomenon, right? Bunch of Harley Quinn cosplayers here and there. Everyone knows who Harley Quinn is now. More of, like, more people do know who she is. You know, Deadshot, Joker, like, it was a fun-ish time. Hmm. So, like, and, and the marketing team, you know, capitalized on that. And there was a reason why they were brought on to edit the films, because Warner Brothers saw something in them, you know? So, yeah. marketing team, 11 out of 10 movie, you get a nice 2 out of 10. This movie, man, it was, you know what? It's like the marketing team did like an OnlyFans. That's what <laughs> they, it was. <laughs> they so did, they, they, like, they really. It is money and you get to see this nice thing. And it was just like somebody folding clothes. That was it. <laughs> uh, and Hammy, uh, you, bring us home. Mm. Bring us home. Okay, unfortunately, I'm giving it 3.2 out of 10. Holy. Victor, we should have gone with you last. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. The point two is for marketing. The three is for for the good parts of the movie, and the rest are for the all the bad parts. And especially, I hate the fact that people idolize the Joker and Harley Quinn relationship. Oh God! I just, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a bit know. weird. I, I think okay to all all the listeners. If you think the relationship between Harley Quinn and Joker is like um, parentheses goals. You guys need to talk to people. Like you need to talk to someone. <laughs> or you know, just keep dating each other, so then we get the like the same ones are left for me. You know, I'm okay <laughs> yeah, with that. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, so some of some of the good parts. Okay, so the acting of Harley Quinn was on point. Um, like yeah, like now I can't read a comic without considering Marker oh, yeah. his accent in mm. as Harley Quinn. The acting for the Captain Boomerang was on point. 
I'm kind of sad that nobody called him Captain Boomerang as a joke. Nobody what? Like nobody called him Captain Boomerang in the movie as a joke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it would have been funny if like he said something, but then someone like to shut him down, they'd be like, okay, Captain Boomerang, like you know, in that kind of way. <laughs> that would have been funny, but they didn't use it. Oh well. Um, mm-hmm. The acting for Katana was great, but it's shame was we didn't it? see. Uh, yeah, because uh, like she didn't have much scenes to go with, but whatever she did, it was quite on point in my opinion. Um, okay. Or maybe I'm just simping over it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I would, I would, I don't, I, I would say anything with it because I, when I see great, I look at Will Smith's performance and then I have to compare it to Katana. I actually know? don't think. Okay, so Will Smith has reached. So there are certain actors that have reached a certain point. That they don't need to bring anything new to acting, they can just mm. play themselves, and it still works. Like, like there is a, there is a, like this was Will Smith's dead shot. This wasn't a yeah, dead yeah, shot yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah that's Will fine. Smith's dead shot, which is fine, but. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like he, his, I mean, his acting is still like great. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh. not, it doesn't say anything about his acting. It's just that, like. It, yeah, you, 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 you got Will Smith level, yeah. in the movie, right? You but didn't like, get that. You got like for Smith. example, when you see a Tom Cruise, you don't specifically see, uh, for example, Jack Jack Reacher. You see, yeah, you Tom, see Tom Cruise, Cruise. Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, in that regards, yeah, um, uh, Will Smith was great. Uh, Rick Flag was amazing, even though he doesn't get enough credit. There were so many small hints that he had in his acting. I don't know if he did it subconsciously or consciously which said a lot about a lot of things but yeah yeah i, I guess he deserved the um, point out but the rest it just like the movie you could tell what points were cut out you could tell it was edited uh like i already mentioned how much i didn't like the music choices I don't understand how this movie was greenlit. Like, I, I understand why the concept was greenlit, but when for release, I don't see how. Uh, like, is there nobody that, but before they release a movie, checks the movie and see if the movie's fucked up or something before they release it? Apparently, they didn't mm. for this one. So. They, I mean, a bunch of John Johnsons and Fred Fredricksons looked at it and were like, this is great, it's gonna make us a million bucks. Because I mean, they look at all these films and like, <laughs> uh, they say they, they say it's like, oh, this is all the same, you know. So probably, yeah. you know, they're not too fussed, you know. They don't care about us. They just care about what's in their pockets. Yeah, I mean, it did make them millions, but yeah, it did. Yeah, it so... didn't make us happy. So in that regards, I give it a three point two out of ten. All right. Okay. Cool. So that that brings us to uh, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. There, honest to God, we could have carried this on for a few more hours just to really <laughs> nail every and each like. <laughs> And you know what, to be honest, I, I'm tempted at one point to just like come back and be like, hey, in retrospect, I'm going to spend an hour talking about, or like we'll spend two hours talking about the Joker, right? Like the Joker, potential like yeah. um, qualms and pains of this Joker, right? Or like uh, even the villain of the Suicide I, I generally feel like, um, I, I mean, I'm down to do that at some point um, because there's a lot of juice, a lot of meat left yeah. uh, to uh, to to... To, to come down and un- unravel in this um bad trusting of words but anyways um mm-hmm. thanks boys I guess I, I mean, you can close us out I don't know how to All close right. these bad words um, out yeah so uh, before we fully close out um do you guys want to hit us with your social medias how can people find you I'll speak to you first because I've, I've got a announcement 
Okay. Um, well, I'm Victor. My social media is at Victor Namato. That's on that's on both uh, Instagram and Twitter. I yeah, that's that's the only real. Oh, actually, I do have a uh, OnlyFans blog. Ah, okay. And I do. I wish. I wish I was that excited. <laughs> I got excited. Yeah. I have. I have a. Um, oh snap! Now OnlyFans is about to come out of my head again. I got it. I have a blog which is actually very old. I don't think I've updated it since like 2016 or something like that. But it's pretty fun. I do talk about you know my opinions in terms of comic books, movies, TV shows, everything like that. I I do feel that I want to take it more into a podcast, maybe slash YouTube format. I don't know when we're able to actually meet up. Then that's probably mm-hmm. something that we'll probably talk about because then we all can all share our opinions. Um, that's called Nerd's Eye View. Nerd's Eye View. Ah, uh, uh, he got yeah. me good. Yeah. So you can check that out on WordPress as well. Um, yeah. Swag. I mean, oh god, I said swag out loud. Um, <laughs> dear Lord, I say it unironically, and then it becomes sorry. I say it ironically, then it becomes unironic with how often I say it. Uh, my social is just legendary on uh, Instagram, but I am gonna say this, and this is let like mark my words, okay. So I've emailed both Twitter and Instagram, okay? Very serious about this. So my philosophy growing up was, if the name Deary is taken, I'm not playing a, that game, whatever that game is, right? So be it World of Warcraft, League of Legends, you know, Dota, um, Adventure Quest, right? If the name Deary is taken, I'm not playing it, okay? Which is why, in large part, I never played RuneScape growing up. Um, so with Instagram, there was the at Deary taken, but I was like, you know what? I'm a kid, Legendary sounds farther than Deary, right? I have emailed Twitter and I have emailed De- uh, Deary. I've have I have emailed Instagram and I said, hey, the the ads Deary have not been used since 2013 for both of these people. And the person who at Deary on Twitter has only had three tweets and he's not following anyone. So, so, and the person who has at Deary on Instagram is not following anyone and no posts and no followers and hasn't used it since 2013. So hey. Uh, give me the at Deary tag because once I get that, I will be invincible. So for now, it is at Legendary on Instagram, but in the distant <laughs> future, I might get the at Deary. Soon, soon coming on Instagram and Twitter at Deary. Uh... I mean, I'm sure I'll start tweeting again if I get at Deary. Like, I, I don't know what I'll tweet, but I have to at that point. I have at Deary, you know? Yeah. Um, you can find me at Korai Sensei um, on pretty much any social media. However, you can find Trinity Podcast social media because it's up and running. Um, Twitter at podcast underline Trinity or the Trinity Podcast if you see. Oh, Trinity. underscore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Instagram the Trinity Podcast, Facebook Trinity Podcast, and YouTube um, Trinity Podcast. <laughs> Um, nice. The links and stuff will be up in our uh, in, in the um, social media. However, I will try to post some of this stuff of our like bits and pieces of our podcast, or sometimes maybe um, comic news on our social media. So keep your eyes out. And the links to the Trinity podcast, I try to post in my own. So feel free if you are following me, you can follow it through that way. I encourage my other two lovely friends to do the same thing, but yeah, it's up to them. No, n- nobody's oh, forcing. Nobody's forcing. We have to. <laughs> <All right>. I'm <laughs> forcing us to. 
fair enough. But yeah, um, is there anything else you guys want to add up or? This is this has been a long one. Actually, and, I think uh, this one has been the quickest among the three. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. I will say that if anyone is listening, why? Also, um. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, we improve. If, if, if you do have any um, pointers on how to improve, please tell me in the meanest way possible. And therefore, I will take that into account and improve my methodology in podcast approach. Cool. And I'll, I also want to um, do apologize for our not-so-professional take on podcasting. We are kind of new to this. And also because of the coronavirus and all the situation around the world, it's kind of hard for us to meet up and do it in person. So we are doing this over online. So if the quality of the audio is not exactly um, optimum, we do apologize. Well, at least I do. Um, so yeah, you apologize. I have a hard time saying sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stubborn. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> all right um, yeah thanks thanks for listening yeah, honestly guys next yeah. time we have wonder woman that one should be a good one finally this is oh first up. time i've seen this film yeah so yeah until... i yeah i think i've got opinions that are going to be very different to you guys oh okay yeah nice teaser trailer for next episode <laughs> all right thank you everyone i hope you have an amazing good day good morning and good afternoon and adios for me. Peace. I'm not, I'm not saying bye. <laughs> <laughs>